Oh, it's hello. like we never left. Wow. Oh, oh, clap, clap, what clap, clap, tech? Hi, everybody. Hello. What are you all doing here? Welcome. Wait, but we, we get to have music again. Here music. Happy's <laughs> here. Reason number 247 why this community is the best. Just jumping right into that. Full commitment. Ash, is that like thick music? Is that what's happening there? The, yeah. <laughs> music. Uh, but here we are, session zero. Woo! I, for one, am really jazzed, as per my tweet, as per what you guys have all heard. As per me. your way of life. Correct, also. yes, I get really jazzed about a lot of things. Yes, thank you. <gasps> <laughs> I know who Gilad Good is. <laughs> it's Emperor Palpatine. Emperor Palpatine is in the chat. Do it! Yeah, it's, it's in the video, but we'll, we're, we're going to... We'll fix it. Yeah. It's not an issue. It's... Uh, Arthur Muse is here. Happy Kilmore is here. I know. It's, it's awesome. So wonderful. Uh, Good, for, yay, first time viewing live. Did you view us any other time? Yes. Uh, were you also, did I pronounce that right? Gilad Good? Gilad Good? Gilad Good? Gilad. <laughs> yeah, uh, fans of Changeling or Exalt Switch, perhaps, or something else. <laughs> or Good Society. Something else. Oh, yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. Good Society, the Paranoia. video that's breaking the internet. Because of spoilers. <gasps> oh! oh. <laughs> My mom's like, oh, and I want to watch it, but it's three hours. I'm like, how dare you? How dare you? I mean, Gilgalad. You've seen plays <laughs> that I was in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Gilgalad. Oh, Gilgalad. Yes. Uh, I also I also realized that we could have been using the same music that we normally do for these sorts of things, but mm. we're, whoops. Mm -hmm. uh, but people might actually be uh, curious as to what what the hell we're doing here. So we have a little uh, some information as to what the what the heck's going on here. So uh, without any particular further ado, music level's a bit high. That's fine. We can fix that too. No, that shit, I made that in After Effects. Yeah. Done did it! Do, 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 do. 
So, I mean, what we'll do, we, we should probably make it so that the wipe goes up yeah. after the crawl kind of yeah. thing. You know, like all of these things. Look, Ding, it's look. zero. It's session zero. Yeah. That got slapped in at the last minute. It got so got to make everything minute. extra. That's us going into hyperspace, yep. obviously. <laughs> I do love a good wipe, though. Let's be real. It's the best thing. Oh, that's where my shirt went. I see now. <laughs> Scott does like a good wipe. Okay. You heard it here All first. All right. Well, uh, you said it. I did not say it. God damn it. So, I mean, I guess we kind of have to make it clear what the hell we're doing today. Uh, this is a session zero. And session zero specifically for our purposes is to establish what the hell we're going to be doing. Um, we're going to go over things like the general like rules of the table. We're going to go over our characters. We're going to go over uh, safety. Uh, we're going to basically build a foundation upon which the entire campaign is going to rest. So that's what we're doing today. Um, and part of what we're doing is also involving you. Uh, if you have any questions about what we're doing, if you have any comments or suggestions, now's the time to throw them at us in today's... Well, I mean, you can, I guess you can always do that. Well, like, you can also go on Discord. Yep, yep. Discord you know, you, can, you can do that, whatever. Uh, but today, it's, it's here. Today, that's, that's what we're doing today. So uh, I guess the first things first is uh, it's this sucker. Uh, <gasps> this, is our, this is our core rulebook. Edge of the Empire. Look, I can pass it through the magic of technology to another player. Whoa. Oh. And dearly bought. No kidding. Uh, yeah. The, That's the right. exclusive hotcake. The uh, MSRP on this book is not what we paid. <laughs> uh, oh, catch up on previous episodes of Changeling. Oops. Oops. Run. 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 <laughs> That's, uh, nope. Uh, Did you kill someone for your two coffees? So, Critical, it's not so much that they're that rare, it's that you can't find this in Canada. Uh, we had to order this directly from Fantasy Flight, or specifically Asmodee, uh, and the customs and brokerage fees that we had to pay, because they ship via UPS, who charge you an additional 40 bucks on top of everything, just so, just because they're the ones who pay the duty, they're like, pay us what you owe for duty. Also pay us an extra $40, which is like such a ripoff. Mm. Um, meant that this book ended up being more expensive because we are uh, living north of the United States. So that's... At least it wasn't duty on a gaming chair. Never order a gaming chair online from outside your country. Don't do it. Oh, yeah. I'll regret it. Sucked. I can't yes. even imagine. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. <laughs> I really liked to think they wheeled it up to you, and they were like, you want to sit down? No. You want to assemble this in three hours yourself? <laughs> Where was I? You were not there. I tell you, all the weird things happen when you're not around. Yeah. Oh my lord. I mean, oh the worst part god. is also, I had no idea that they were shipping UPS. So oh, right. at one point, I was like, okay, so yeah, I'll pay this duty. What do you mean, an extra $40? What do you mean? Yeah, we and didn't realize American. that would happen until it did. How much and did it, it come out to? Um, in Canadian dollars, it basically came out to like 160 bucks. Thanks, Mongani. Something ridiculous. But you know what? We're it's thanks to your, your subscriptions and your. Uh, your donations, your bits, all of that, um, <laughs> that is, uh, that's how we were able to afford it, just by a laser printer. Uh, so there are no 
official PDFs of any Star Wars books by Fantasy Flight because they didn't get the rights for electronic distribution. Oops. <laughs> Thank follow. you for the follow. It's very kind. But yeah, they that so they don't exist. And if there are any PDFs that exist, we sure don't know about them. That's right. We have no information on this subject. PD. What? <laughs> Portable. It's a portable. Portable uh, digital friend. But yeah. Oh. So we're we're playing this. Uh, and as a result of our playing this, we, we do have the book. We had the chance to, to, to buy it. We had the chance to look through it, uh, which means that we have our characters. But uh, the first thing that we're going to discuss, first thing that, that is most important um, in any game is we're going to actually discuss our safety. So the first thing that we're going to do is we're going to discuss our cards. So we have a system that we've been using for the past while in our previous campaign. We will continue to use it here. We have three colored cards. Oh, mine are out of order. <laughs> we have three colored cards that we use, green, yellow, and red, and they each have different meanings. The green card means I'm totally fine with what's going on. I'm okay with this. Even if I don't look like I'm okay with this, this is to show that everything is great. I enthusiastically consent, or perhaps I even wish to go further. Yellow means uh, hold up. There's something that everybody at the tables that we've got to know, so we've got to pause, and everyone's got to pay attention to me while I say it. It could be that I am approaching my limit. It could be that I just have to give you a warning about something. But the yellow card is sort of a way to make sure that things are known without stopping the game entirely. The red card means that we have to stop. We have to stop immediately we got to take a pause and we have to go over what just happened. Maybe we have to retcon something. Maybe we have to change the subject. Maybe we have to uh, just go over something among ourselves. But it does mean that the game does not continue until the person who flashed the red card says it's okay. And at any time, a use of a card is never something that requires justification. Thing is, you're on an audience. You're part of the audience, and as part of the audience, uh, you don't have cards, but you do actually have options. Uh, you can whisper RPG Clinic, and that means that I'll be able to see it. You can whisper Erguin or the Crosshair, our wonderful mods. Uh, if you want to speak to them, perhaps if you, if you desire more anonymity, you can totally do that. Um, and you can also leave the stream or chat if you need to. We don't want you to do that, but we do want you to take care of yourself. Your mental health is way more important than watching silly people play a silly game. Silly? Silly. How, uh, how we dare you? We had a question oh, in chat about how often uh, the cards come up, and it's only been a few times, but as I've said before, um, it's like knowing where a fire extinguisher is and how to use it. Mm -hmm. uh, hopefully you never or extremely rarely have to use one, but you know. No, the emergency exits on yeah. a train. Yeah, we're on like the plane, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we we get a lot oh, of green right cards. Yeah. yeah, yeah, lots of green cards. <laughs> One thing that we do, however, uh, need to point out is that if somebody flashes a card, that doesn't mean that there has been a mistake or an error. Um, you never know. You could be happily playing one day, somebody mentioned something that you just forgot was going to be an issue for you, and then you have to throw up a card. Yeah. Or something that you were okay with last session, maybe this session you're not okay with, right? Like yeah. the whole consent thing and like 
I made you some tea, but you don't have to drink it, all of that stuff, all of that applies to the cards as well. So somebody flashes a yellow or red card, it's not indicative of there being a problem. This is a solution mm -hmm. that we are throwing up there and that nobody else is to feel badly about a card getting thrown. Thanks for the link there, SoCal Dad. SoCal Ooh, Dad, throwing down a link about LARPs. What's LARPs? What's LARPs? What's Tell LARPs? We don't have a slide for that. Oh, you're looking at me. Yeah, I'm looking at you. This is a web series that we participated in, and uh, it has two seasons up on the Fantasy Network right now. Uh, we are working towards a crowdfund for a bigger and better season three. Uh, to do that, we need everybody's help. So if you plan on contributing to the crowdfunding campaign, please add your name to the pre-fund list on that link that was just put up there. Thank you very much. Hope you like the show. So the next thing that we have to discuss in terms of safety, because this is a session zero, is we've got to discuss our lines and our veils. So lines are things that we exclude from the game, no questions asked. No matter what, they just do not come up in games. And veils are things that we allow in games, but we don't really go into them explicitly. Uh, think of it as kind of like, we know that they exist, but we don't have to necessarily describe them in detail. Uh, the camera cuts away. Wafting curtains. Nice. Uh, so I'm going to start. I have yeah. a line. Uh, sexual assault. You second that line. Yep. Line yep. Uh, so that's just not going to be a thing in our game mm -hmm. at yep. all. Uh, uh, the other. I've, are there other lines that we need to, to throw up there? Uh, the harming of animals, I think, is more a line than a veil, mm -hmm. but it kind of teeters between the two for me. I think what you mean is the specific targeting of an animal, right? Yeah. Something like that? Yeah. So, like, if an animal happened to be in a battle and we don't necessarily see that the yeah, animal makes it out, that's then fine. that's okay. Yeah. Right. So, I would say that we'll, we'll call that a line. I mean, like, what you're describing is a little bit of a veil, uh -huh. but I think we can call it a line because we just, that's just something we do not want to even talk or reference. Yeah. Thank you. So, then that's a line. So... Uh, harming of animals. Anything uh, else? Uh, gore uh, was mentioned. Uh, detail of damage. I mean, uh, I know in Star Wars there's like Luke's arm gets chopped off with a lightsaber, but they don't like zoom in on the wound. <laughs> so it's. So then that's those, a veil. Yeah, that's. Yeah, people can get injured. Um, but uh, yeah, detail of gore. Well, we're not going to specifically go into like. You know, like the, you know, gruesome details. Mm -hmm. right. uh, somebody can have their hand lopped off, but we don't need to go into too many details about what that means. Oh. Other than eventually, you're just going to have to go visit that medical droid, <laughs> get that hand, Please yeah. slap back on, Float yeah, up in the back to there. Uh, I have a veil as well, which would be like overly descriptive descriptions of claustrophobic situations mm. or spaces, drowning, etc. So like I mean, the trash you, compactor You're a scene. pilot <laughs> on a ship. That's an enclosed space. <laughs> no, I, I'm, yeah. Little tiny spots? Yes, I would say, I would say extreme, uh, I would say overly involved descriptions of um, people getting trapped in enclosed spaces. How's that? So okay. like a prison cell's okay, but maybe not like locked in a closet. Right. Nice. Yeah. Okay, okay, and that's a veil or a line for a you? A veil. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so we've covered 
sexual assault a line. Yeah. The uh, Harm harming animal. of animals or non-sentient creatures. Uh, you can shoot like a human. Yeah. Is that sentient though? I don't know if that's non-sentient. Uh, like. Because technically humans are animals too. Yeah. Right? Beings that are con not active in the fight. Like if we were somehow in a fight with an attack dog, the attack dog. Yeah. Is like. I would just it, rather not have an yeah, attack, attack dogs, dog in the yeah. fight. Yeah, that's they fair. They just stress no. me that's out. Totally fair. Pretty much. That's fair. Yeah, <laughs> I think, about, I think. But like non-civilized. <laughs> well, civilized right. is even a worse word. Yeah, right? no, no, no. <laughs> I think we know. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'm happy to clarify. It's not so upsetting to me yeah. that it's like a game breaker, so I'll clarify if, yeah. if things get. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. why we have the cards, Jude. A humanoid. Uh, Mr. Chess, was this done for changing off screen, or is this a new step? We did it off screen. Yeah. Uh, but now we're doing it on screen because mm -hmm. episode zero. Yeah, Ooh, the emerald cool. perfect example. The tauntaun scene actually quite upsetting to me. Oh, there you go. I find it very sad. That's yeah, fair. yeah, totally. I don't like it. I don't want to totally. play that. There <laughs> we go. Well, you have. No, the little land speeders, <laughs> ice speeders. But if it's oh, me, it's my. fine. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Cut me open. Crawl inside me for one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 Uh, I mean, Happy Kilmore, like. <laughs> the human species isn't capable of calculus in a hey. lot. Oh, let me throw thing. Anyway. This is what happens when engineers show up in your chat. Right? 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 Like, everybody Rude. knows calculus, right? Um, uh. I've got uh, body horror. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, so deta any detailed descriptions, I'd prefer that be done, like, off camera. Um, yeah. Uh, or loss of loss of autonomy. Um, there's like uh, these aren't the droids you're looking for, which is fine. But like, you are going to come here and like so things for me, and you are now mentally controlled. Is so like possession. Possession, yeah. Well, possession which isn't really a thing. Yeah. So that's yeah. but like it yeah, won't be a thing. Yeah. So there you go. Great. Yeah. I mean, we will. S the force can still like move people around. You can still make suggestions for yeah. weak-minded individuals. Yeah. But like, we're not, you know, straight up diving into your uh, mind and kill breaking grave, it from basically. Yeah, yeah, no, kill grave. yeah. Uh, yeah, that definitely falls under the sexual assault. Realm. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. It, like, it's not always sexual, I guess, when when those things are done. So to me, it's regardless of whether there's sexual intent. Right. So I guess I wanted to. Hey, open that up. Never harms. Yeah. Had, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so torture being brought up as a personal hard line. Uh, torture is kind of a wide range because you could kind of be like, okay, well, if you're not cooperating, I shoot you in the leg. Is that torture? Right? Like, so personally for me, torture is a veil. Uh, but we're talking about like you know interrogation techniques and stuff like that. You remember the droid that was approaching Princess Leia and had like a needle and kind of thing. You never actually saw anything that happened there. That's a veil. So I, I would call that a like a quite a significant veil. As in like we're not like if someone's going to be like we have ways of making you talk and then we'd cut there as opposed to we have ways of making you talk. I'll describe what we're going to do. <laughs> like we're just not even going to do that. Yeah. Yeah, Hans dropped in the pain gurney. That's don't forget the pain. Gurney. That's true, but like <laughs> the we don't really need to to see those things specifically. So we're we're gonna skip those. Okay. Uh, any other lines or veils that we need to worry about? 
I just want to say um, I think it's great that the chat is contributing because what we're trying to do here is um, foster an environment of open communication, which hopefully everybody, if you aren't already, are inspired to take to your own games. So bravo. Yes. So creative chameleon, yeah, we're not doing that. Um, I, I do know what you mean, and no. <laughs> but I mean, I feel like that also starts to move into things like gore and other things, so yeah. Yeah. No. Like, that is the sound of ultimate suffering is, you know, I mean, that's also just like somebody going, ah, like attached Wilhelm to a machine scream. with like suction cups, right? Like we don't actually know mm. what's happening there. Um, and the book, but, they go uh, into tremendous detail. I know, it's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you need to whisper RPG Clinic for oh, me to be able to see it. I'm logged into RPG Clinic. Oops. Oopsie daisy. That's my Let bad. me just, I'll Feel just... free to sign in as yourself. Okay. Yeah. I might need your you to help me sign in. Oh no, wait, that's me. Yeah. Never mind. That's you. Kate, you don't control all my social media. <laughs> Hold on. Ugh. You control way too much social media. That would be like <laughs> I just wanted to give one away. <laughs> Terminal illness, Mistrich. Uh, the in depth hospital scenes is mm. um Yep. Yep. I mean that that's fine I, that's also this is a, a game about you know adventure in the rough kind of the rough and tumble the rough and tumble world of the outer rim, rim mm -hmm. as opposed to like you know ER medical yeah. dramas our tone is going to be pretty Star Warsian. um don't forget as John mentioned before of course if anything you know ever comes up during the campaign during the season my apologies. Uh, you have options, right? You can, as, as previously mentioned, you can whisper RPG Clinic, message a mod, uh, leave the chat if you need to, etc. Thing is, we absolutely want to know. Yeah. You, you're yeah, yeah, you're under no obligation to tell us, but mm -hmm. we absolutely want to know because if it's the sort of thing that we can, that all four of us are like, yeah, whatever, we don't, we can leave it, then we will. Um, we can't necessarily make every change for every audience member. I mean, that there are just a lot of us, and we we can't follow for everybody but we do want to know and see what we can do what the hell is it that? was the twitch, uh, home, twitch page. home page which is the worst because it auto plays really oh. wish it didn't yeah uh, so it looks like we've got our lines and veils covered um which means that we can kind of get into the the meat of all this uh the first thing that we're going to say uh that i'm going to point out is that we do actually have uh, two incredible moderators. So we have Aragorn and the Crosshair, uh, who are here. They're here to help you, as well as to help us. I mean, uh, they they can do whatever they like. They're not. I'm not their father, uh, but they. <laughs> uh, but they can they can help you out if you have any questions. Um, you can contact them if I am not answering or if they're not answering. They actually all have access to the chat, which is great. Um, Erwin actually helped out uh, quite a bit with some of the graphics that you're seeing, um, which is which is fantastic. Uh, an enormous amount of work went into this. Uh, Kate actually has been programming for a while now uh, to make sure that we have access to. <laughs> Kate's gonna push a button. Yeah, I just don't know what button to push. Ooh, I know. One that is very broad about the subject matter that we will be getting into. Boom. Oh my god, oh, I don't have it open. Damn it. 
it's too late, Liz. We'll talk more in detail about our dice, but yeah. Yay. I made some things. I made lots of things. Thank you. They do the zoops and the zoops and the whoosh. But Aragorn made the arts that everything is on top of. So what we have is we have the ability to, to show you information, and we've been programming in lots of different elements of these boxes. As we go through the campaign, we'll be adding story stuff as well, uh, information about characters, information about story, um, but also we're going to be able to give you information about how the game works while we're playing it, which is uh, super neat. Uh, Aragorn's actions may not be working. Uh, she has to say action show or show actions, depending on whether she wants to go into chat. Actions, and then Loom of Fate said characters get action, one action. space show will do something else. That's much more interesting. Or that will just show it. Oh, I'm so okay. So yes, like, oh, it, it, said, it did the thing. Yep, <laughs> it did the thing. So it, we we actually have the ability to have other people throwing it out there. Uh, I mean, it's coding is great, but also gaming is great. So uh, using coding for gaming, wonderful. Uh, so the Edge of the Empire campaign, um, or the Edge of the Empire system is Fantasy Flight's system. Genesis is based on their Star Wars game, essentially. It uses custom dice, uh, and these custom dice are added together as a pool. You have your positive dice, which reflects what's on your character sheet and any advantages you have. You have your negative device, uh, dice, which is your, which is basically the, it's the difficulty. Uh, it's also any um, sort of situations that are against you. Mm. And um, you roll them together, and then you fi find out what happened. So, uh, sick of gameplay programming. It's so unrewarding. I wonder what that feels like. Yeah. Uh, but why don't we talk uh, a little bit about what we expect at the, at the table. So, Star Wars is a universe that already exists, right? There's uh, several movies, some of which are good. Uh, <laughs> We're getting a hot take soon, I think. No, uh, I, 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 oh. he, here's a here's a hot take for you. All the Star Wars movies have value. Uh, okay. Uh, but uh, one of the things that I'll point out is that there's the Star Wars Legends, which is the expanded universe, which included all the novels and all the stuff that people came up with. And then at one point, when Disney took control of Lucasfilm they essentially said nothing that isn't in either uh, the movies or the television shows is just gone and no longer exists. So one thing that I'm going to say is the expanded universe are, are just that. They're legends. They do not exist in our universe. Now, this game is set between the events of the Battle of Yavin and the Battle of Hoth. So there has been a blow dealt to the Empire, but... They are in the middle of, shall we say, striking back. Oh, very good. <laughs> uh, those unfamiliar with which battles those are, the Battle of Yavin was the destruction of the Death Star. First Death Star. First yeah, Death yes. Star, yeah. So end of episode four, which was the first Star Wars movie that came out in real world times, uh, timelines. Right. Yeah. Uh, so what are your expectations in terms of Star Wars and canon and all of that? Uh, pew, pew. Yeah, I I would my expectations are that it's it's an adventure game and that the tone is uh, you know maybe not swashbuckly but there's 
you know, it's high adventure with some comedy and some, some thrills and some chills and some spills. That'd be my expectation for tone. In terms of canon, I mean, I like what's out there in the world. I'm happy to play within universe, I guess. I've seen the movies, I've not seen all of the shows. Um, will certainly make mistakes, and I'm okay with this. So the way that I um, anticipate this is that uh, we are playing a game that is set in a universe, and this universe has so much out there, so much available, that it is impossible for all of us to keep track of all of it. So like you said, we might make mistakes, and mistakes are fine. Uh, it's up to us to determine which mistakes we're going to keep and which mistakes we might be like, oh, right, and then just retcon them. Uh, so in terms of the audience, while you're welcome to point out any inconsistencies, you are, uh, you must understand that some inconsistencies will be intentional and some inconsistencies we won't care about. <laughs> and it's not that we don't care about you. It's that uh, in the interest of making the best game for us, we may or may not uh, pay close attention to certain things that exist in the Star Wars universe. That makes sense? Yeah. Uh, big mistake, Boat. <laughs> hey, who? <laughs> <laughs> You're oh. casually arriving. Well, Hello, Poop. Hardly a casual. Oh, yeah, is that the, that's the new one, eh? I saw that on Twitter. And that's, that's been my nickname for Pook. Poop Magoop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's pook, there's pooks. Mm -hmm. Pooks. Oh, pooks. Yeah. With a Z. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, you also mentioned tone. So, yeah, I, I'm looking at this as some of this is going to be like exciting pulp action. There's going to be some comedy dropped in there. Um, I am totally okay for you to take actions which seem risky or perhaps a little bit over the top, right? Like Luke Skywalker fires a grappling gun and then swings across. And while, you know, like five stormtroopers are shooting at mm -hmm. him and Leia and, you know, like that's totally fine with me, yeah. right? Like um, maybe I'm going to jump off the edge of this cliff that's 700 meters <laughs> high is less okay but you know like you, you can remember in, in, in Force Awakens there was like climbing down that massive wall kind of thing so like yeah all of this stuff is uh, I, I want you to feel free to, to go for it cool uh, with that in mind is there any other character stuff that we need to or sorry uh, <laughs> universe stuff that we need to go over I don't think so uh, I mean this setting of the game of Edge of the Empire specifically is like usually Outer Rim territories, right? Sort of like on the frontier of the Empire. So yeah, Edge of, the, Edge of the Empire is designed to be um, people who are not necessarily directly involved with, but maybe affected by the uh, Empire or, and the Rebellion's you know, spat. Tiff. Oh, okay. A tiff. Just a I... wee disagreement. <laughs> <laughs> A brouhaha. <laughs> oh, a br <laughs> That's a very charming word for a conflict. <laughs> Who one. shot first? Uh, Hans shot first. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, don't don't 
watch those other versions. I mean, seen. but the other thing is, I don't actually like. I don't get mad if Greedo shoots first. I be, like me personally, Han shoots first because that's the first movie I saw, and that's what I believe, and I think that it fits his character. But I mean, it doesn't really change too much if Greedo. Yeah, they're shoots both first, about right? to shoot each other, right? Like, right. Yeah, like, the, the key Han is that just it's a anticipates. I mean, he's it also ready shows. For it. Greedo is just a miserable fucking shot. Yeah. He's literally just <laughs> he's like, like, it's, a, it's dude, like, he's right there. You and I are further apart. Than <laughs> yeah, they're across the table. And he's just like, <laughs> That was a warning. Oh, I'm dead. <laughs> Gwen shot first. Nice. I accept. I also accept. Yeah, that's. I mean, I, I love the idea of, you know, exploring new and exciting places and meeting, like, cool funky, strange, quirky people. And like I imagine that's all within the world of this game. So we're going to be... So playing. everyone's got like a sick bass track? Nice. <laughs> yes. Slap at the bass. <laughs> I don't... No, I see, I see what you did there. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, I, I get your reference. I just... It wasn't going so good. How about you talk about your characters? Oh, <laughs> hey! yeah! Oh, but how do we begin? <laughs> so why don't we go down the line? We'll start with Kate. <gasps> Hi. As you can see, down below me. Um, oh my first name is Fina Mursu. Um, to her friends, it's Fina. Uh, and are the uh, Star Wars species that have the two head tails. The uh, Leku? The Leku is what they're referred to as, yes. Um, she has lavender uh, skin. Uh, can you move my my thing so that it's just dangling on this side of the board? How's that, folks? Let us know. Check one, two. Hey. Better. Yep, it's line of sight. What the heck? Um, okay, uh, Twi'lek, thank you, Creative exactly. Chameleon dropped in, I hope not the Sludia Sloot pick. Oh, no, no, that's actually pretty that's good. That's excellent, hey. I mean, it's my character. Creative Chameleon just dropped in sort of porn right in uh, the chat. Look, Twi'lek are often, you've probably seen them dancing for Jabba the Hutt. Um, but, uh, yeah, Lavender Skin Twi'lek, just not, not quite as much of a badass shooty as was, uh, dropped in chat. Um, she is, uh, her career is colonist, uh, and her specialization is politico, because she is focused on the politics of things. Um, she will typically be wearing, uh, quite large, heavy robes, regardless of climate. Um, yeah, start with that. We can go into more character sure. detail later. You can, you can keep going for a second, because I just have to quickly check something. Oh, would you second. like me to mute you, No, nope. you can keep me. I mean, it's, eventually I'll cut out, I'm sure. <laughs> um. It's just John making some sort of awesome sales deal on the phone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey. A young adult I, in age. I have no idea what the age range is for Twi'lek, so young adult, meh. Yeah, I was... Two hundred? I don't know. I, I feel like humanoids species in Star Wars. <laughs> uh, I actually looked that up. And like <laughs> life expectancy of Gron. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, I have to check Similar to humans, turns out. Uh, Surprise. 
Bye. Yeah, no. Okay. I was checking to make sure that I took a drug. And I, uh, and I think I did. Oh, According to the count over there, I did. Okay. But Not 16. Damn it, Pokajutsu. <laughs> but I don't remember taking it. Yes, yes. <laughs> practically Shit. dead. Perhaps you could take a second. No, because it wouldn't be an overdose, because I'm taking half a I'll go next. Uh, I am playing, uh, well, I, yeah, as displayed down below as well, I'll be playing uh, Rigel Marine, who is a human. Um, his career is a smuggler, but his specialization is pilot, which I think sort of tells you what you need to know about what he does. What? What's happening over human. there? Human. Human for the unfamiliar. I can't wait to... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's literally a rock. That's incredible. Literally a rock. And thank you so much. Um <laughs> You got me. And, um, <laughs> what do I want to say about Rigel? Yeah, like, um, I, I've I've got some sort of descriptions of him here. I have yet to decide if he's going to be mustachioed like um, Indiana Jones' friend Mac in Crystal Skull. Uh, I know, I know, I'm sorry for referencing the movie, but that guy is such an inspiration for this character. Um, no, I, I have the correct number of pills in that bottle, so I'm going to okay. say that I took it. Mine. Uh, but he's he's kind of short and stout-ish, sort of in his mid-thirties. Um, relatively, you know, <laughs> relatively agile and uh, smart, but um, his focus is on piloting and all things around taking care of his ship. That's what I'm going to say about Rigel. Hello. Uh, my character's name is Melba Gravlax, and she is a Gron. <laughs> tell me it's a rock. <laughs> uh, she's a Gron bounty hunter. Specialization is Skip Tracer. Uh, she has the same picture. Swift Tracer. Skip Tracer are essentially um, a class of bounty hunter that prefers to take their targets alive. Mm. Um, I mean, ideally. Ideally, right, sure. So, Gron are really interesting. They have three eyes. Uh, she's five foot six, uh, early 20s, and she's from the planet of Kenyan, which is the Gron, like, home world, basically. And, uh,. Yeah, did I say everything about that? Okay, yeah, so she has uh, she has copper skin, black eyes. She wears pretty basic clothing, though it is armored. Um, and they are in rich jewel colors. And she has a short cake. Cape she wears. Um, there's two different physiology of Gron. Uh, does she have five fingers with suction cups? Or does she have six fingers? <laughs> she has six fingers. Okay. Yeah, there are two different Gron for that. There's also Gron. There's also Gron who have more of a, more of a standard human build, and Gron who are kind of like, have very rotund lower halves. Hmm. Okay. Um, do you have any preference among those? So she's either has a rotund. Either either a basic like a standard human build. Yeah. Or um, has a like quite a large lower half. Large caboose? Uh, not just caboose, but also like legs. Let's go with the second option. She's got two chunk legs? She's like a pear, a pear shaped okay. like three-eyed cow with six fingers. I'm loving this a lot. With a goat snout? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's Four so little 
antenna like buds on your head. Yep. That's yep. grand to me. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> what happens if you like boyoing them all at the same time? All the little head nubs. Rigel will have to find out. Absolutely. Not. <laughs> I mean, you can't. You don't just touch a grand nubs. Yeah. What do you? Rude. What? Yeah. Next, you're gonna try to touch my leg too. No. <laughs> I mean. I have a question for you, with mm-hmm. your Leku. Yep. Are you going to spin them around like a helicopter so that you can fly? No. <laughs> ah. I thought I'd ask. Kate. Hey, I said that. Yeah, that was Liz. <laughs> <laughs> Just all mislabeled somehow on the overlay. <laughs> Pretty Chameleon, just because it's their brain doesn't mean that it can't be a helicopter rotor. I believe I can fly. Slosh my brain around. I mean, Use they, my this... brain to touch the sky. <laughs> Ooh. There's a whole language. Fair enough, Requiem. It's all right. I mean, <laughs> they also just have to, like, disconnect their spines so that their heads can just rotate oh. fast. But... Yeah, no. That's not. Yes. All right. So we've got characters. Um... Now, your, your characters have, um, you, you've discussed your careers, your specializations. Mm-hmm. Um, do we have to talk about like what those specifically are for people who may not know? I mean, we, we covered yeah. Skip Tracer, but you're a smuggler. Yeah, that's, yeah, I should be right. We should probably talk about that. Um, uh, smuggler as a career is someone who makes their living. Uh, <laughs> taking goods from one place to another, but not necessarily all legal goods, or perhaps not legally acquired or legally delivered, um, which is important in the Outer Rim, you know, lore-wise, because some worlds don't have the ability to obtain certain materials because of, I don't know, local politicians or the Empire or whatever, so blockades, etc. Um, so smugglers sort of form not the backbone of the Outer Rim economy, but they're like a big part of it. Um, but I wanted to focus mainly, or I wanted Raggle to be focused mainly on uh, wanting to fly. Like, like his career isn't so much like, oh, I want to be a sneaky sneak thief or like I'm charismatic or whatever. It's like I'm focused on the actual, you know, mechanics of getting this done. Getting from point A to point B. Correct, yeah. <laughs> what about Fina? Um, so Fina's a politico specialization. Um, she came from a relatively political family, but she was like the third daughter and like her father married a dancer instead of another political family. So basically, despite her keen interest, there was no future for her in uh, politics. Despite her making a move at a really critical political time, so she kind of had to leave home. But now she is trading, making trade deals and, you know, slick-talking and charming her way across the galaxy, trying to build an aim for herself. Ta-da! Did she want to leave home? Uh, no, I mean, she made the political move to try to, like, gain position within the family, improve her worth, and uh, that, that flopped. So then she was happy to leave because she realized there was going to be no future for her there. And that plays into something that we'll probably cover a little later, but it has to do with, oh, what's the term? Not an obligation. The force? Motivation. Motivation. There we go. A motivation of hers, which is to prove Uh, that... uh, uh, So why don't you all uh, toss out your character sheets here? Just got them in front of you. There you go. Um, 
we will be able to link you to character sheets once they're in properly. We, we are actually, for the first time, we're probably going to be using online tools. Mm -hmm. uh, and as a result, you'll also be able to see the character sheets similar to what uh, Full Party did with using lot casting at Temi. Oh, God. Oh, God, I banned weirdness. Yeah, no. It's okay. Everything's Not fine. again. Oh, I hope that doesn't fuck with her sub. No, I don't think so. Sorry, oh. weirdness. I don't think you the can get your too fast. sub deleted. I'm sorry. Sorry, what were you saying? I mean, I'm just still... Did we end up banning the person we were supposed to ban? Yes. There were a couple of people trying to sell, you know, awesome follows. magic instant follows and shit. No thanks. Uh, Take cover. Get behind a box or something, okay? <laughs> so, your character sheets have... We're, we're going to go over what's on your sheets. Not We're not going to like list everything here. But we're used to storyteller system games where you have nine attributes, but instead now you have six characteristics. What are those? We have on the page here brawn, agility, intellect, cunning, willpower, and presence. I kind of grouped them in like physical, mental, social, but right. you know, they can be applied in different ways. And then you have skills. And the skills that you have range from things like astrogation, which is your ability to plot courses in space, to athletics, your ability to uh, engage in sports. <laughs> Jump, yeah. <laughs> Didn't even manage to react. Uh, so there's, So there's these two things. Now, when we're building a pool, what you have to do is you're going to take the higher of your skill or your characteristic mm -hmm. and skills and characteristics are linked. So it's not that we choose which characteristic goes with which skill. It's uh, if it's astrogation, it's intellect. If it is athletics, it is agility, I believe. Weirdly enough, it's broad. It's broad? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, so we take those two. The higher of those is the number of dice you get to roll. And then you replace a number of those dice with proficiency dice equal to the sum of the other. Mm -hmm. So if you have three in brawn and one in athletics, then that means that you get to roll two normal ability dice and one proficiency die, right? Cool. Yeah. And if you then get added difficulty, you get to roll difficulty dice alongside those. So, uh, are there any skills that each that any of you are like particularly good at or any characteristics that you want to highlight as things that you are either exceptionally good at or exceptionally poor at? Uh, Athena's particularly good at charming. Um, she has a couple of ranks in it and uh, she has good presence, which goes along with it. So yeah, good at charming. Yeah, I would, I would highlight, um, have a, a good intellect and agility uh, and then a couple of ranks in piloting space vehicles, as you might expect. Meow. <laughs> Meow. Yeah, so which is kind of, again, that's that's a pretty good pool in terms of upgraded dice. Uh, I have good agility and presence, and uh, my negotiation is my highest skill, um, but yeah, other, other things to point out. Uh, heavy ranged weapons, and uh, yeah, planetary piloting. 
cool stuff like that. Got some cool. I <laughs> got yeah. some cool. Nice. I mean, cool means a different thing. Does it though? Thoughts, but... Yeah, can we just call it sunglasses from now on? No. Just like, can you roll sunglasses? <laughs> I'll throw up the uh, cool tip in a second. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so now that we've got that out of the way, uh, we've been hearing an awful lot about there being a pilot. Yeah. Do you have a ship? I do have a ship. <laughs> we can talk about how I obtained said ship, etc. But yes, I uh, I am piloting uh, a modified YT-1300 light freighter, which is also the kind of ship the Millennium Falcon is, for those of you who need a, who need a visual there, um, called the Redshift Runner. Uh, it's quite heavily modified, and um, what else do I want to say about it? She's a real beaut. Nope. <laughs> no Australians here. I like that, Trey Dog. Trey Dog, his first, his character in my, in the first campaign that we played online, Exalt Twitch, mm. had zero marriages. Yeah. So one, one. Therefore, there needs to be an average. Oh, it's true, actually. Yeah, because don't get forget the secret babies. Secret babies. Yeah. You did have a yeah. secret baby. One like lover, and then another lover. You had several lovers. <laughs> you just only had you had no marriages. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Hooray! But if we oh, average the number of marriages, you get one and a half. Okay. Right. The average. Classic. <laughs> Yeah, that probably is, honestly. <laughs> the average number of marriages. He's a pilot. Pilots, you know, Dave. Fuck. Thanks, Confederates. That's good. Uh. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, that's that's the that's the ship as of now, as as John will, I'm sure, mention. Uh, character sheets are uh, often in flux for some amount of time. I don't know how yes. long you want to give us so, on that. But. Uh, in, in my games, you can change basically anything on a character sheet. Uh, in the first three sessions uh, so that if you do realize oh this isn't what I meant then it can be changed uh, if there's a big enough change that it involves a new character then that's also fine you just roll up a new character and that's that's that after three sessions that's usually enough to know whether something is what you want or not and then the character sheets basically lock mm -hmm. does it have a cape closet well it's a good question that's I need a place to store that's Melba's my cape too Smallbus nickname is Cape Closet. Cape Closet? <laughs> I like it. Or is it Cape Closet? Which Cape so Verizon? Is she winking right now? Ooh. We don't know. Oh, God. It's weird, eh? It's a, it's so there only like one of the three or like two <laughs> of the That's my winking eye. <laughs> so Afarius did ask yeah. at one point, um, did you obtain said ship by going deep into debt with a crime lord? So I guess now is a good time for us to discuss obligation. There is a mechanic. What's that? in Edge of the Empire, which is obligation. It means that every character has something that ties them to the shit. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. It could be a debt. It could be hey. a... Uh, what does that yep. look like? It could be a debt. It could be a price on your head that bounty hunters are after you. It could be a favor that you owe somebody who is less than savory. Uh, but all of you have something that ties you to that. And this actually has a mechanical purpose, which we'll get into. But for now, uh, what is your obligation? So my obligation that I've chosen for Rigel is favor. Um, I also upgraded my, my obligation a step for some additional starting credits. But um, I imagined a situation in which 
as a pilot and as a smuggler, he was kind of flying around a hunk of junk, whatever that was. Probably some big boxy <laughs> garbage. Uh, and a friend slash acquaintance slash, you know, colleague of his uh, had a lot of heat on him and his very rec like relatively recognizable modified ship and asked Rigel to kind of, can you hold on to this for me while I go and like lay low for a while? So Rigel now owes this person a favor. Uh, and so I took favor as my obligation. Do you have any intention of returning the ship? I don't currently have any intention, but that's why I've labeled it as favor because I'm hoping we can negotiate. Hey, I'm good at that. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'll trade you his life for the ship. Yeah, Sound that's a, good? That's a good trade. <laughs> Yikes. I will make a new character. <laughs> you just pull out my morals. <laughs> What's your obligation? Obsession. Oh. Um, oh, for men. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Very good. So, uh, the, what I'm thinking is that when Melba was on her homeland of uh, Kinyan, uh, she encountered this beautiful, badass bounty hunter who was, I think, tracking a bounty on that planet. Um, and Melba's little world was was blown open, and she came to realize that this is the perfect person living the perfect life, and she wanted to live that life as well. So as soon as she could get off her, her home world, she... Became a bounty hunter. <laughs> so she like, sorry, I'm I'm curious. Is she yeah. obsessed with the way of life or like this person and her way of so life? So this person is such, um, I I think is just so like, um, iconic that she. I think she's always been interested by bounty hunters, but she didn't know that much about them. And then all of a sudden, somebody, this like this woman showed up who like embodied it. She's like, oh, you're so amazing. <laughs> Now, it's, it's listed you. as an obsession, which yes. means that if this character is around, then uh, Melba has no choice but to try and impress or get in the way of this bounty hunter. Um, so there, it is still an obligation. Um, it is still something that, uh, that Melba is going to have to deal with. Mm. I, will, I will drop all you punks. Fina. I realize that I still have a question mark next to my obligation, so I will determine it before our first session. We could talk about it now in a session uh, zero if you I like. I feel like I'm going to have to sit there and read all of them, and I don't think that's going to be very interesting for everyone. Really? <laughs> Let's ask. <laughs> Let's ask. You want to chat? Yeah. Read 20 paragraphs. No. <laughs> no. I was so, curious yeah. if you had, like, like an idea, or like a starting kind of... Uh, I have story. a vague sense mm. of what the source is. I just don't know what that's going to manifest as. So rather than blathering on... No, yeah, I quickly fine. like switch to the page and it's just too much to make up on the spot. Now the thing about obligation is that at the beginning of each session, I'm going to be rolling a percentile die. Their obligation is uh, given a rating. What is your rating on your obligation, by the 15. way? 15. 20. 25. That's a lot of obsession. <laughs> well, it's also, I think I need to split it up too because it's also the fact that, because we were talking about the fact that Melba doesn't want her family to know and her community to know that she's a bounty hunter. So we can either split that up or 
condense it all together into this. We'll thing. probably be condensing it cool. because it all kind of ties into the same thing. Yeah. Um, but that means that your group has a total uh, obligation right now of 60. Mm. I'm going to be rolling a percentile die for those of you who don't know. Percentile die uh, is basically 1 to 100. It's 2d10, 1 for 10s, 1 for the 1's digits. And if that roll is lower than your total obligation, then that obligation is going to come up at some point during the session. It will affect you in some way. And even if it doesn't affect you directly, I mean, for instance, it'd be difficult for a bounty hunter obligation obsession to affect you if you were spending the day uh, on a Star Destroyer where the bounty hunter has no idea that you're there, uh, it still affects you to a certain way. It still causes you strain. It still causes you stress uh, and gives you uh, issues, which is something that we're going to have to... 25 is a lot. Yeah, it's your, your obligation can go up or down, and the thing is that as you continue through the game, you will be able to negotiate to reduce your obligation. But it is also possible that your obligation may increase. For instance, if... Uh, your friend who asks a favor of you and you cannot perform this favor, well, then your obligation is going to go up because now this friend is like, well... Now you owe me two favors. <laughs> now, either you owe me two favors or, okay, I have now uh, sold my favor to uh, someone else yes. who is perhaps worse to deal with. Or, And then the second time that you refuse the favor, well, now a bounty hunter is coming after you. And then the third time, well, now I told the Empire where you are. You know, like there are ways to make the obligation go up and up and up. I mean, you're you're grinning at him. I could just see who has the most obligation at the fucking table. Right I now. do. So it's gonna get so your ass in trouble. So excited! <laughs> it's me. We just have Jorik. to kill your bounty, your 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 like beloved. I will kill handle. you oh, before. Straight up, okay. But at regular intervals, you are going to get the chance to pay down your obligation. I should point out though that you can never have an obligation of zero. The lowest that you can go is five. Okay. And that's individually. So the lowest that your group can have as a total is 15. I would be very surprised if we ever got to that point. Uh, it, uh, it seems like this is the kind of thing that will be uh, something that we're going to have to handle anyway. Melba gets hired to go after Rigel. Uh, the Emerald... Maybe that's how they meet. <laughs> you understand, right? <laughs> and then I try to shoot you first. Now you not only have an obligation, but you also like, have a motivation. Ooh. Yes. So what is your motivation? Uh, I can jump in. Sure. Uh, I have uh, I, I have a couple of, of motivations here, like a primary and a secondary. I think my uh, Rigel's primary motivation is his ambition to be free, and that's free of responsibilities, essentially. Uh, whether that be through wealth or whether that just be through not having any, uh, you know, debts for favors. Okay. Like owning your own home? Yeah, man, that'd be great. <laughs> but like owning your own ship so that you are yep. free to go wherever you want? and Exactly. It's, it's funny. It's, I, I get the sense that it's less about, oh, I really want to be able to do this and more about, oh, I just don't want to have to do that, you know? Uh, but there's a minor uh, motivation of... Uh, relationship with the Red Speed Runner, with like with the ship, and sort of learning more about it. Red Shift Runner or Red Speed Runner? I said Red Shift Runner. I, I meant Red Shift Runner. Thank you. That's not what I said. So I was hoping that my motivation could 
also be tied to my obligation. So if my motivation is mentor, which is this same bounty hunter who like introduced me to the bounty hunter ways and I'm trying to impress them as my motivation for... So the, the, I mean, I, I don't have a problem with that on the surface. I'll point out that your motivation and your obligation being the same thing means that you are kind of pointing your character very deliberately in one direction that has nothing to do with the other two. So what I think we might do is your obligation right now has partly like, hey, I'm obsessed with this bounty hunter, but there's also this, I don't want my family to know what I'm doing. And I have a feeling like maybe the obligation is going to lean a little bit more towards like, if people find out what I'm doing right now, including perhaps even the bounty hunter that you are trying to get as your mentor, Right, like, because mm-hmm. if you if you screw up, if you're like, "Hey, I'll be your friend," and and the bounty hunter's like, "No," well, then that's that's Very bad upsetting. too. But um, bad, yeah. it, it is something that we'll we'll make sure that we lock down exactly what the obligation is. Okay. Um, it's not that I because I, I think that 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 ties together quite nicely, but it does mean that you, the two main forces acting on your character are the same. Yeah. So it is something that we're just going to have to make sure that it gives you an opportunity to participate in other stories that don't just involve the, the bounty hunter itself. But I don't think that's going to be an issue. Yeah, I, I think I would be able to find a way to do that pretty easily. I mean, I, I have no doubt. <laughs> I have no doubt. But we'll, we'll just make sure that, uh, that that's something that we can keep track of. I mean, the, the same thing kind of applies to Scott, right? Oh. And, and Rigel, because Rigel, you have... Um, you have a, a favor that you owe because of the ship that you own, and also you have a desire to be free, which is basically a desire to not no. have an obligation. <laughs> have the obligation. So right. we, we're going to have to make sure that that's something that will work mm. for for both of you. Uh, Kate, who has been too busy actually getting the mechanics of the stream ready, uh, you don't have a motivation. No, I have a, a motivation. It's oh. just obligation that I didn't have. So what's your motivation? Uh, my motivation is ambition status. Um, so yeah, um, she wants to prove that she can be a great political player, um, and that she would have been an asset to the family. So she's definitely got a big old chip on her shoulder, uh, and she's got a lot to prove. So she uh, is doing her best to wheel and deal her way through every deal she can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Real Brickwell is asking about your ship. I'm gonna I'm gonna hop Ooh. in chat and answer the question. I just had to. Why'd you close everything? Uh, my computer's low battery. Oh no! Why you don't? don't why did you plug in your I, computer? I don't have my. I'm like that. I'm that guy today, and I always. Is it USB C or is it like no, a proprietary? It's like a, uh, crosshair. It's like a because you suggested it. Yes. Do you anticipate we'll getting your iPad? Salmon no. colored. No, no, but I'm not. I'm not. Because I, I have everything on paper. Okay. Uh, all right. Of course. I'm going to steal your character sheet for a second, because I didn't end up printing one for myself. Cause oh, do you want to take yeah, the one that me, I don't need anymore? Yeah, give me a, give me a sheet. What is give you a sheet? You can just tear it off, sheet. it's fine. No. Okay, so you also can have gear. Gear. Yeah. Uh, you can have gear. Do you have any specific pieces of gear that you want to talk about? Other than just like your standard, like, I've got clothes. 
<laughs> Congratulations. Yeah, clothes that did take a shot for me. Uh, Sophina, uh, aside from a little blaster and heavy clothing, uh, she carries around uh, chance cubes and a Savak deck mm. um, so that she can always strike up a conver casual conversation over a quick game. Uh, and she also carries a little collar amp, which looks like a little lapel pin, but uh, can actually serve to amplify her voice if she needs to speak to a crowd. So That's those cool. Are, yeah, it's Sorry. from uh, the companion book Far Horizons that mm. I looked at in person. Happy Kilmore, 50 feet of rope. Uh, the unit that I prefer to use <laughs> is an adventure of rope, and one adventure is equal to 50 feet. Yes. Yes. Um... I think in terms of gear, like, you know, I'm carrying, I, I've got myself carrying, like, a toolkit and, like, an emergency med pack and, like, you know, whatever. Um, but I, I think, um, I'm carrying around, like, uh, like, just in terms of personality and stuff, I've got this little blue kerchief. Um, <laughs> and I, what I wrote is a lucky cigarette case, but I, I know that cigarettes aren't a thing, so it's not like, it wouldn't be a cigarette case. And it wouldn't be like a death stick case either, because I know those are like pretty intense. I don't want to sell you death sticks. <laughs> I want to go home and rethink my life. I just want to go home and rethink my life. I love that guy. Um, and then uh, as a weapon though, I've, I've kind of modded out a light blaster pistol, um, just to give it a bit of, a bit of flavor. Uh, so Melba wears armored clothing, which is great. Uh, her weapon is a blaster carbine, carbine or carbine? Do we have a consensus on that? Carbine? I think it's carbine, but... Blaster carbine, uh, which is a heavy, uh, heavy blaster. Uh, and in terms of stuff she carries around, you know, she's a practical, uh, practical lady. She's got some binders, <laughs> some stim packs, a disguise kit. And a, and a breathing mask. <laughs> Probably a few more things. Kit. I've got some extra credits because I put carbine my obligation way up there. Yeah, so yeah. carbine and carbine are both correct. Oh, great. Rubric wall would like carbine. So carbine it shall be. <laughs> for rubric wall here? Okay. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Can you mute me for a second, Liz? I'm just yeah. And that's just her handbag. <laughs> It's oh yeah, and her, her carbine also has a stun setting, which I'm very excited yes. about. <laughs> much the same way that Twi'lek and Twi'lek are both acceptable pronunciations of your race. Twi or species, I should say. Twi'lek. I mean, I, I've always preferred Twi'lek myself, yeah. but... Trey Dog says carbine. Oh, everyone else said carbine, and then I just saw carbine <laughs> in really big letters from Real Big Wall. So I mean, that was the first. <laughs> it, it also depends on uh, on what you want to say. Well, I like saying carbine. Mm -hmm. I just think it sounds fun. So yep. I was gonna be biased towards that pronunciation. So uh, it's so uh, according to the dictionary. It's carbine or carbine. We can even get into the fucking IPA if we want. Um, but but it's all good. Let's yep. say carbine yep. for the for the sake of space. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's great. So that's yeah. I've got more <laughs> weirdness. Got more <laughs> equipment that I need to buy. I'm probably gonna mod out my weapon a little. 
bit too. Sweet. I mean, you can mod your weapons later yeah. on. Did you name any of your gear? <laughs> no. Um, that said, I haven't like taken on extra obligation or anything to get extra cash, so we'll see. Maybe I will before next session. Oh, so we can be not just 60, we can be straight hey, up. Hey, why like not? Infinite? You know. Look, if other people are allowed to buy up their obligation, I am. If you guys started Obligation we're, we're, 70, essentially you're already, like, fucked. <laughs> are we fucked or are we dramatic? <laughs> Do we have lots of plot hooks? We don't have to decide anything ourselves. Ha, ha, ha. John just died a little. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, John. I just died in your arms <laughs> That's the name of my weapon. <laughs> No, we're joking before the stream that <laughs> I would call my gun uh, my morals. <laughs> and I think I'm going to stick with that for now. <laughs> yes. I like it. I think it's fun. Uh, As in, oh no, my morals. Uh, well, you've had a conversation with Melba. Now I think you're going to need to talk with my morals. Thanks. Yeah, exactly. Oh, thank you. That's so kind. Uh, no, Kate has not picked an obligation yet. She has an yeah. idea. I, I, I have an idea what the source is. I just don't know how to manifest it. So it will be decided by next session. So we've got a handle on your characters. You've already created your character sheets. So that's great. And uh, as, as much as that would be part of a session zero is the actual creation of characters, uh, that's just a bunch of math that we don't really need to do uh, right on stream. But it is, it is done. And we'll be able to link you to the character sheets once, uh, once we're sure. The thing is, we're using specific software, and they updated to version one today. Which, you know. Which is like fantastic. And it's bugged to shit. <laughs> I literally, I know it's coding, but I don't care. I just picture them with like this comically large fly swatter going around and like chasing these things. It's like a whack-a-mole thing, yeah. 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 And, and it's, there's like the update is actually, it adds a lot of things that I've so been good. really looking forward to. I'm really excited. Except that it's bugged to, to hell, which is not terrible. No. But it is something that we just have to keep in mind. We, so we'll, we'll link to you when we know that it won't, you know, blow up the world. Uh, I'm going to blow, blow up. up the ocean. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the tooltips are through Updeck, which is free software that anyone can use on their computer, whether it's a Mac or a PC or a Linux. They control it through Android or iPhone. It's super fucking cool, and it lets you do all the buttons and the things. So that's what that's what that is, Pook. Uh, the crosser asks, how long have you been doing your jobs? Like, is Fina a noble, a newbie politician? Rigel barely out of fly school. Melba been hunting for five years. I think Melba's still a relatively baby bounty hunter. Oh, baby bounty hunter. Baby bounty hunter. Oh, oh, oh baby bounty hunter. We did baby bounty hunter. It's like BB-8, but an H. Mm -hmm. BB-8, uh, the best thing to come out of oh, the sequel trilogy? I do love BB-8. I mean, it's not basically the, the thing, animal but companion, one of the good but not well, animal. BB-8 and Babu Freak. In fact, I would pay big money to see a spinoff with uh, just a the BB two of them. A BB-8 Babu Freak spinoff? <laughs> well, where Babu Freak has to like, run Yoda. along, like running backwards right? on top of BB-8 as he That's rolls. Amazing. Like, oh, that sounds amazing. Awesome. 
No, Babu Freak's like a little mechanic, right? So they just like make some sort of thing that would like counterbalance the momentum. So oh yeah, the just balance on top too. of BB-8. Yeah. Or no, it would be on top of BB-8's head because BB-8's head stays upward. That's true. There we go. Ooh, good question, Requiem. I'm gonna have to think <laughs> about that. Babu gun. When did she get her morals? I took my life savings and bought a gun. <laughs> That's basically your story, right? I mean, it sounds like it, eh? <laughs> what is that? Yeah. I took my life savings and I bought a gun. <laughs> Pretty much. I feel like she somehow, and I don't know how, when she got her first contract, didn't have any weapons and used her pay to get that gun. Like, she went on a shopping spree and was so proud of wow. herself. So you I are a member of the guild. Uh, I have to look into how the Skip Tracer organization works, if that's separate or if that's just a subsection. Because Skip Tracers are more hired to collect on debts and stuff. Yeah, but that um, still is a bounty hunter position. For sure. So I believe that you would still They would be... also belong to the guild, then yeah. yes. And you, So that means also you don't have to belong to the guild to be a bounty hunter, but it's a lot easier to get contracts and stuff like that if you're a member of the I guild. I feel like she heard that that was the official thing to do it and set about making thing. it happen. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I had, um, for me, I had imagined uh, a past for Rigel growing up on, mm, I had a planet name and it's gone. Anyway, I'll grab it later. Uh, growing up in like a very kind of urban setting where, you know, he took to like mechanics as a way to make a living, to help his family. And then when the opportunity came to make more money and get the hell out of there, he like jumped at the chance to, and never looked back, so to speak. Where'd you learn to fly? Well, that's it, right? So I'm gonna say, on. You borrow the ship just being like, yeah, I totally know how to fly. Well, if you're going to repair the ship, you got to make sure it works, right? But where did you learn to fly? That's a good question. I, that's why I asked it. No, no, I, <laughs> that's why I still have the same answer, John. Uh, I think I just need to grab the name here. Where did I put it down here? I think, like, on Denon, which is the his, his <laughs> home planet. Shit approved. Hey. Hey. Your son's okay. met. <laughs> these people too. Uh, yeah, people. there we go. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it certainly wouldn't have been like a formal apprenticeship as possible suggestion here. So I think it would be through observation and like learning how to pilot, you know, land speeders or whatever would have been, would be driven in right. like a very urban setting. And then <laughs> upscaling that to ships at some point. I imagine a lot of trial and error. I, but essentially, what I'm what I'm asking is, you you didn't like learn to fly with the Empire, uh, or uh, you know any of the sort of alliance or rebellion sort of things. You you are taught in a in a more private way. Yeah, I think I think yes. More specifically, John, like I don't see Rigel as having any sort of formal uh, or any military training. Which yeah, a lot of people would learn to fly through joining the. Yeah, the Imperial Navy or like the Rebel Alliance or whatever, right? But um, I, I see I see him more as having learned from having learned how the systems work and then like applying them uh, to make ship go fast. So you're self-taught. <laughs> see that that sounds ridiculous though, because it's like you can't just hop in a plane and be like, I hope this works. Like, how am I supposed to land this? I thing? mean, this you know? is Star Wars, right? In Star Trek. You have techno babble, and in Star Wars, you have no. This goes there, that goes there. I said punch I it. I always love that. <laughs> yeah, I said punch it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, 
<laughs> you can self-teach yourself to fly a plane if you're lucky. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. I think... Try rolling. I just... I, that, that's a neat trick. Anakin I, didn't figure out anything. Anakin was like, whoa! And, yeah. like, kills hundreds of people. Someone it was the Force. <laughs> Those midi-chlorians. Yeah, they just... Did oh. it for him. Oh, wow. And, and the, the viewer count is going... Oh, oh it's, it's down. crashing. Oh, no. it's crashing. Don't say the M word. No. <laughs> um, I guess, uh, John, to answer your question, I haven't kind of crafted, like, people or NPCs into my backstory, so I'm not sure if I had, like, a mentor figure that would have taught me to fly or whether I kind of... Someone taught you. Yes, correct, yes. Uh, so, is what I'm getting. That's fair. Right. So, But specifically, the thing that I need to know right now and that you've confirmed is you didn't learn as, like, a military pilot. Uh, you didn't learn as part of a... Uh, as part of being a member of the Empire or the Rebel Alliance. Right. You just learned yes. somewhere else. Yeah. So that's fine. We'll be able to figure that out. Right. Not, a, not a big deal. Uh, how about you? Uh, so Fina grew up in a very political family. Um, and despite the fact that she wasn't in any sort of lineage that would lead her to a political seat of power within that family, she still was super interested in it. Um, so she was like a precocious kid. Uh, and... Uh, was always finding ways to endear herself to people to let her join in on meetings that she otherwise shouldn't have been in. Nice. Um, yeah, and so she's she's been doing all that from a young age. So despite her being a young adult, she's got lots of experience behind her. Um, and she's probably been off-world for like a year, I would say, off Ryloth, so long enough that like she's not brand new in the world, but still fresh enough that she doesn't know everything. Captain Death, there's a lot of things that are impossible in the Star Wars universe. It's like true. a benevolent creator who's willing to just settle. Hmm. Just settle. Oh, but new technology, stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have recently brought up the Force. So I, I can't help but point out that the three of you... Sorry. She uh, like reference that you do not get because you haven't watched it yet. Sorry. <laughs> we will stop. We will stop making references that do not include you. That is not kind. Is Melba seven feet tall and made of bicep? Not at all. She's five foot six. And apparently, is that with your eye stalks like? Straight up? Yeah. yeah. Oh, She's actually five feet tall, but her eyes, she like, <laughs> can like, point them upwards to get a bit more eyes. Made of legs. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so excited oh, for no. the art. <laughs> Please, someone art. Uh, or, or I will art. <laughs> I, I have right. already arted. Oh my god, I can't wait. Uh, I... <laughs> I mean, I, I will eventually watch yeah. Shira as Thank a... You. Yeah. As I understand, I just don't have as much free time as I once did. Damn employment. Yeah, right. Um, the force. Rude. So the force. So none of you are force sensitive. Uh, I'm going to point out that in the the time period that we're in, the force has kind of been erased from society as a whole, like the knowledge of the force and the workings of the force. Now, I, I admit that it, there's a little bit of a logic leap if you're like, so Luke is how old? And like, that was when they killed all the Jedi. 
right? Yeah. Was right around the time that he was born. So, and Leia, too. I mean, they're twins. They were born on the same day. That's true. Fucking twins. Anyway, so we have... Yeah, fuck <laughs> those kids. Yeah, right? Uh, so we have this sort of logic leap that we have to make that, like, all of a sudden, the Jedi just weren't around for, like, essentially 16 to 18 years and then people were just like, what are those? <laughs> I've never heard of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, I, there are going to be spoilers in this for Star Wars leading up to episode six, um, or actually specifically leading up to episode five, because technically this is taking place before episode five. But uh, those movies are very old, and I don't feel badly about spoiling them. Um, Ah, yes. Gron. Ooh, but like with a sick fur coat. Yeah. That is our um that's our senator. Cool. The one who tried to become Supreme Chancellor? <laughs> that's, that's, that's such that's so what a crazy world. Okay, so Fina will definitely you. have tried to talk to you about it, whether or not you know anything about that. I know nothing. <laughs> uh, age of content does not preclude need for spoiler warnings. Mm-hmm. I mean to a certain degree, there are certain elements of fiction that are kind of like ubiquitous, and so it's assumed that Luke. people know Except about it. it's like, not Luke. <laughs> um, well, I mean, it's also like, if we were to say we're doing a Lord of the Rings role-playing stream, if somebody showed up expecting that they wouldn't be spoiled in the books or the movies, I mean, I'd say that's, you know, it, 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 it's, there's, there's a sort of expectation. It never hurts to say it, but like, yeah. there's a but certain... Yeah. I, consider this your warning, everybody, that if you haven't seen <laughs> Star Wars, at the very least, Star Wars Episode Four, or basically the first one, you should probably watch it. <laughs> Good. I mean, it is. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's a good movie, yeah. I'd say. Like, and if, yeah. if you remember the day, oh, it's the special editions. I was going to say, if you remember the the time, the filmmaking was so great, but <laughs> it's, it's so all great. been like magicified with digital stuff. So, not so sure anymore. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but there's still some great filmmaking in there. RPG Clinic on the left. Good God, trade hog. NFL Red Zone on the right. Yeah. Good I mean, there you go. Oh, yes. <laughs> da, da. Wow. I was beauty. trying to use that photo, and for some reason it wouldn't upload. I'm going to try no. it again. Uh, anyway, yeah. back from the diversions again. None of you are force sensitive. Nope. Yeah. Uh, the force is, an, is, there's going to be the occasional person who may know of the force. There may be an occasional person who is force sensitive. There may be even the occasional person who is straight up a force user. But in general, all of those things will be quite rare right. um, because you're living on the Outer Rim, folks, and uh, execute order 69. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. It's 66, I know. Yeah, yeah, no, it's still good. Uh, but yeah, that's... Wait, that's Melba? That is yeah. How dare you? Melba and her morals will be to visit you later. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, so that's that's clear for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we got that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so then I have to ask: Are there any other questions that you have for me about the campaign? And that includes all of you out there. Yes, we have to figure out 
how the three of us met. Yes, that is definitely a question. Uh, I also want to know, John. <laughs> I want to know. Uh, I want to know what love is. <laughs> it's true. No, I just I, I wanted to know um, whether if this campaign is perhaps different from Changeling or Exaltwitch. Yes, because it's Star Wars <laughs> and not set in the world of darkness or the world of creation. Right. Uh, in the sense that, uh, do you do you expect us to uh, have more concrete or less concrete goals in character for, uh, in mind for our character? Well, it's on your sheet. It's pursue. called motivation. Mm-hmm. We've talked about it. Mm-hmm. So what's Great. the question here? Yeah. I guess the question is whether because they're living in the outer rim and just like on the edge of trying to survive, whether whether we need to have sort of very specific goals in mind. Oh, I want to get a job from the huts. I want to fly all the way across the galaxy. I want to, you know what I mean? Like we need to have like specific stated goals for ourselves. It's not built into the game, so it's not necessary, I guess. I but. want you to have goals for what you want. So there's not only your character arc, but also your player arc. Uh, what do you want to see out of the story? And what do you want to see out of your character? Not just the character's motivation, but what you are interested in. And I want to hear about that. Cool. Uh, Pukujutsu, they actually, in a special edition, they had Haley Joel Osment re-record the line, that's the power of the Keyblade, too. That's the power of a Keyblade. And they just left it at that. Uh, fucking Keyblades. That, that, that was lost. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> what was the? I, I wasn't yeah. phrasing it very well. But what I what I wanted to know was like when we were playing Changeling, I feel like there were uh, uh, arcs and kind of conflicts and plot lines that were presented to us. But there were also things that we wanted to accomplish. Oh, I want to make a freehold. I want to burn people. I don't know. What did, what did you <laughs> do in the game? <laughs> What would you say you do around here? Create my perfect world. Right, okay, so I want to create my perfect world. (laughs) I was basically Lord Farquaad. And I was wondering whether this game would be, you know, whether we should expect it to be more reactionary or whether we should expect to be driving goals ourselves. I mean, you're the pilot, you have to drive. Sorry. Ooh, you should call the ship goals. Okay. <laughs> Hashtag but goals. But you also had a really important question, Liz, which I think Sorry. we should address, which is how we how we hmm. got to yeah, the job. Yeah, I'm meet? losing a contact. Oh, oh my no. God. Oh, no. It's coming out, folks. Oh, my God. No one needs to That's hear that. That's a line. <laughs> <laughs> That's a line. Honestly. Oh, like, fair. oh I, I don't need to say I, that. Uh, I probably could get laser eye surgery, but the idea of going through that. I just don't understand why we need to be conscious. Like, really? <laughs> Do I have we to witness that? We haven't developed a drug that lets us completely uh, go unconscious, but keep our eyes forward, apparently. Well, uh, Aragorn, it's part of her disguise kit. And it's a really good disguise I kit. I just assume it's like a big-ass cloak, right? So everyone assumes you're one of those Jedi. It's just twitching. You see, like, weird twitchy things? No, I think it's three top hats. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> Individual hats? And a mustache and contacts. Incredible. Absolutely. <gasps> I did. You're so good. You're so fast. It's the force. Hi. Hi. Uh, We'll see if that worked. I just, I looked at it and was like, no, that looks fine. Uh, Well, so we had talked a little bit before, I think, about the idea that maybe um, 
you needed a ride to get to either your first or your second kind of contract early on in your career? Yeah, well, I was looking for a pilot that I could partner with to give a percentage of my take. Um, but see, like, I don't know how to fly a ship. So I was hoping to find the right person to partner with. And you know, you just fit that bill. Well, they weren't free, but Rigel was there. <laughs> so, you know, we go with him. Yeah, um, I don't know if you had sort of thoughts, Kate, in terms uh, of like whether Fina... Fina's been planet hopping, so oh, um, basically taking whatever, whatever deal comes her way. Um, you know, she's basically mo mostly negotiating trade deals. Uh, coming from Ryloth, she does. She is quite fluent in Hutties, so like it or not, she's dealing a lot with the Huts. Uh, and, uh, oh, John! They, yes, <laughs> they <laughs> are everywhere. Um, so, yeah, um, I figure maybe at some point she could have crossed your paths. I, I see a I see a, uh, a part of our histories where uh, I desperately needed someone who could like help me interpret with the huts and you ended up taking charge of the whole kind of like negotiation process oh my God, yeah. um, and just like it from my perspective just like way too useful to sort of get rid of so I was like get rid of come in come well leave somewhere you know come in come and join the crew because like it sounds, I don't know, it doesn't sound like we have a permanent arrangement. I think we're best friends. Um, <laughs> okay, all no, right. At uh, first it no, was a professional relationship, but now we're just, we're, we're close, we're tight-knit. So Melba feels Are you close way. enough that he's like, so can I ask about the stocks and you don't get super offended? I don't get super offended. I'm not embarrassed to not discuss embarrassed. these things. No. That's nice. It's my stocks. <laughs> This is this be great when you cosplay this. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> hello, Kathy. So I have the hello. Hello. <laughs> Damn it. Hello. hello. <laughs> no, that's weird. The line went. Down. So has it been assumed that, that then <laughs> the three of you have been traveling together for a little while now? Yeah, I, yeah, think, I so. think so. Because yeah, Fina doesn't have a specific destination. Mm. She's literally just taking gigs. So if this is a regular then. gig, then fuck it. That works for me. So you're friends. Yeah. Convenient allies. Yeah. Why? Or best friends. Why? Okay. Can I just, can I'm I just so point ready. something out here for a second? Yeah, I'm ready. Why is it that when I play with this group, when I ask like, oh, so you're friends, it's always like, well, <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just trying to balance out Melba best friends. Graplax over here. I, I'm sorry, y'all. I just have the impulse to play against what's expected in oh, the Star Wars that. game. No one's ever really good friends except for Han and Chewie, and now I want us to be... Technically, like, Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker are good friends. They told us they were good friends. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't great. show it. <laughs> it was more of a tell-not-show kind of thing. Um, you were my brother. Yeah, I, would, I would characterize I us as you. friends now. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes, the Clone Wars, of course. Of course, forgive me. Tina is quick to make friends. Or at least make people think that. Mm, there you go. Understanding the yeah. value. Hey, friend, oh, do so, you want to so play a game with like, Oh, yeah, no, it's just you think. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like Jorik. We found out halfway through Exalt Witch that he'd just been pretending to be our friends this whole time because he thought we were useful to... 
our like intimacy levels oh, were yeah. way different. Oh, yeah. It was really <laughs> upsetting. I was like, oh, I should probably upgrade these to like major. And you're like, what? They're minor? <laughs> We've been this. minor in time for way too long. That was wild. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah. It was awful. So Very funny. upsetting. I, like, I don't know. Convince me you're useful, I guess. Yeah, that was wild. That was a long time ago. Okay, so you've known each other. You asked a question before my eye started to pop out of its socket. So uh, you asked about whether or not you wanted this campaign to be more directive or whether you wanted it to be more sandbox and open. Uh, the answer is that as with my other campaigns that you've played in, you have a lot of agency over the narrative in terms of where you wish to go and what you wish to do. I'm not going to tell you that you have to do anything. If you wish, you can sign up for the Empire in your <laughs> second the session Navy? and just straight up do that if you really wanted to. I mean, the Empire may not really care that much about a Gran and a Twi'lek, but, you know, like... <laughs> guys trust me this will be this is good for us all right let's give it a go oh. it'll be just like our paranoia game all over again <laughs> clones and everything clones and everything okay cool thank you john that's a good yeah that's a good answer uh, now that's not to say that i'm not going to be seeding you with plot hooks and because you have an obligation mechanic that's also not to say that you know shit won't catch up to you uh if somebody decides to show up and ask specifically about you know so where's my favor then just gonna that's something you're just gonna have to deal with yeah well we can actively try to pay down our obligation yes you can as long as i guess as long as our friends are on board with the idea how do we pay down our obligation i don't know stop being so obsessed with that so it depends it depends on the obligation and it's something that we'll discuss so uh, if it's specifically like i owe a favor to somebody paying down the obligation might be performing that favor Mm. or it could be convincing them that you know, I don't have to do the favor, but here's something else that I can offer you instead, right? Negotiation specifically is a skill that you are good at. Yeah. Negotiation is one of the ways in which you will be paying down your obligation. Negotiation as a skill is essentially finding out what's the minimum that I have to give up to get what I want. Okay. In this particular case, because, for instance, for Rigel, uh, it's what's the least Im- like imposing favor that I can get away with to clear this up. The thing is, even if he clears up his favor, that doesn't necessarily mean his obligation goes away. Right. Because then I can be like, okay, well, great, you did me my favor, now give me my ship back. Oh. And Rigel can be like, but I don't want to, in which case... You have to take on another favor. Yeah, exactly. Got to take on another favor, or now you have to do something else. So... In that way, it's it's sort of like a role-playing decision, but assume that if you do not make an effort to pay down your obligation, uh, it will continue to rise because inevitably I will roll. So when I roll an obligation, it is going to be specific to one of the three of you. So let's say that because Kate's on the left side of the screen, Kate would take zero to 15, which is the amount of obligation that she currently has. Then Scott would be 15 to 30, or sorry, no, you took uh, 20? Yeah, so So 15 to 35 would be Scott, and then finally it would be 36 to 60, which would be you. Um, That's a lot of obligation. She took a lot of obligation. That's true, no, that's good. Uh, 
And so in that case, it's, it would be a specific trigger. So if for some reason you're unlucky and I roll your obligation, Liz, three times in a row and nothing happens for you to pay it down, then I might start being like, mm, it's going up a bit. But like, there's also things like if you do a job and you earn money off a bounty and you throw money at your problem, like you could say, uh, oh, I, I'm going to pay somebody to go to my home planet and lie about what I've been doing. That you can do. Sweet. That would be potentially a way to reduce your obligation. What? what, what? Luma Fate uh, has a timer that's <laughs> telling people to go to this channel. Uh, if you could kill that timer. <laughs> We've moved over to a dedicated Twitch channel. This one. <laughs> Thanks, Loom. Uh, Loom. Loom. Uh, so River Qual is correct. It isn't necessary. Uh, like... Obligation also isn't necessarily the thing that will overwhelm a campaign. It's just a, it's pressure to, to apply to you occasionally and something that you're going to have to handle or deal with. Because also, if you let your obligation get to like 100, well, then I'm, I will specifically make you have to deal with it because yeah. it's going to be either you deal with it or you get vaporized. You know. But there. That's actually something that we should potentially discuss here. Uh, death. So, have any of you experienced PC death permanently? <laughs> We're about to say sort of. <laughs> no. Uh, Edge of the Empire is a uh, is a is a universe where bad things happen to people sometimes. Uh, you are also in a ship. And here's the funny thing about a ship: if it explodes, <laughs> it's not much to be done. Yeah. Then the three—it's not like the three of you are suddenly like, "Well, you know, I'll just try to angle myself towards the nearest planet." I have and a breathing that mask, okay. so I think I'll be okay, right? Wow. Um, I don't think it filters air out of no air, though. Um, so, <laughs> Real Brickwall says death in Star Wars is considerably difficult. It's true that the system of this game is designed, even if like I, I hit you with a ton of wounds, the first thing that'll happen is like, "Oh, I got a boo boo." Like it's really not big boob. It's you have to gain <laughs> at least five critical injuries before death is really something that can well, four, because technically one forty you could, but like yeah. you have to get at least four before it's even a possibility, right. let alone a certainty. Um, now on a ship it's a bit different. But I'll remind you that you can do things like surrender. You know, in the Star Wars universe, um, as much as we like to think that the Empire are the bad guys and stuff like that. Oftentimes they capture yeah. as opposed to straight up kill. Um, stormtroopers are remarkably restrained when it comes to like, <laughs> I mean, restrained in terms of their weapons training, but also <laughs> restrained in terms of what they will ask of you. Even if you are, even if they're like, well, that's like, oh, you, you like smuggler scum, but they'll arrest you. They won't necessarily immediately try to shoot you unless you're just like, oh, okay, there's 20 stormtroopers here. Ah! Right, like then that's that's something else. If you're on a ship, you can you, your ship will be potentially equipped with an escape pod, right? That you can get in and and leave, but also you can surrender. You can you know like call out and be like, no, nah, you got us. So I'm not going to be necessarily out to kill you, but I will point out that if you lose a character, you can make another one. I will also point out that this is 
our first season of play. And our season means that we have a specific limited number of episodes before we'll decide whether we wish to continue playing this campaign or swap to another one. We haven't decided what that is. Do we want to try and decide that now, or is that a discussion that you want to have at another time? I think that should be a discussion at another time. I think we have a general... The range is... We're looking at 20 to 30 episodes, um, and since this is our first season, our plan is to, after five or ten, we're going to sort of sit down and figure out, okay, this makes sense to be a season length. Um, Yeah. 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 And then we're kind of going to have the announcement of, you know, if the season's up for renewal or not, oh, you right. know? So, yeah. um, so in terms of episodes, uh, part, of the thi- part of what might influence our renewal of a season is if there's not another game that we want to play and this is a game that we're enjoying, then we'll keep playing this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, if there's another game that we're excited about playing, then we can stop this game. But we can also potentially stop it and then start it again. There's nothing that says that season five could be Edge of the Empire again, but maybe with entirely different characters, or it could be like a continuation of the same universe, but you're playing different PCs or even the same PCs. All of these are possible. But it is important to note that we do have a limited number of episodes because what we want to avoid is having audience being like, oh, I, I've heard of these Erpiga Clinic people and I want <laughs> to see what they do. And that's fantastic, except then they're like, what do you mean there's 400 hours of content? <laughs> <laughs> I can't watch this. Because yeah. what we've also realized is as much as we uh, have our synopses written out, which is fantastic and all that, uh, people generally don't want to read synopses for 130 episodes. So at the end of a season, if we decide to renew the game, then we will sum up that season to make it easy for someone to hop in for season two. Previously on Star Wars Reach. Exactly. As, as Requiem points yeah. out, yes. I think that's, I mean... I don't know about clip exact. montage, but we'll at least sum up what you need to yeah. know going into season two. <laughs> I've been watching Changeling on YouTube and I have 100 episodes ago. So oh, you are a trooper. So RT610. <laughs> it, uh, it's, it's a great campaign. We loved it. Yeah. Just, it's huge. <laughs> it is a beast. It, it's, it's a lot. So if we divide them up into seasons, mm-hmm. a season is also designed to be a good place to close because an arc has ended. We're not going to end a season on like, okay, so it's like uh, the the... The arc that we've been going through the entire season is just about to be completed, and oh, but we ran out of time. Like we're not—that's—that's that's not how we're going to do it. Maybe we'll have like a Christmas special at the end of the season, right? Like it could be. And then Melba's we'll never first post Christmas. it on YouTube, or it'll be like private. Well, it actually, be oh, life really oh, hard yeah. for people to find like, it. Can yes. I, can I have a really weird song, you know? Melba's like first Christmas. Christmas. Can you just? Like have a I'm no, a little drugged up. And I'll I'm just have saying. a whole montage where we're only speaking in Twilight. Perfect. Obviously. You have to teach me some words, but I'm super down. Uh, that's a good, that's a good thing about languages. My uh, languages in Star Wars. It is assumed that unless for story purposes a character cannot understand another one, everyone can understand each other. So, so for instance, <laughs> when dealing with a hut, even like you, for instance, are fluent in Huttese, mm-hmm. right? which I assume that means that you can also speak it. Yeah. So that might mean that 
we know that if Fina is negotiate, negotiating with a hut, then the hut might be impressed that she can speak their language. But huts understand basic, so and others can understand huts. Or there might be a protocol druid around who's willing to translate. Or blah 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 blah. Yeah. But if you're in one of those situations where you land on a distant planet and there is an alien there and the alien is talking to you and you do not understand what that alien is saying because it's a species that you've never encountered and it's like not uh, a species that's well known because the planet's uncharted and stuff like that well then that's the way it goes it was like that in the Star Wars movie so it makes sense absolutely yeah uh, the rule of wiki no one can understand Chewie unless Hannah's in the room then everyone understands Chewie uh I like to think that people understood Chewie just fine. They just didn't necessarily understand all the inflections and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, they yeah. could get the sense. Yeah, I feel like Luke had some anyway. That's yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, real quick, well, if we do a yeah. Life Day special, that will be a. Uh, I mean, maybe, but I would assume that if we do a Life Day special, then that's the kind of thing that like would be like a good donation drive. <laughs> just be like, look, if you manage to hit this level, we'll give you a Life Day oh, <laughs> celebration. <laughs> We'll, we'll have, like, three different sections to One it. One million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. I mean, we'll make, we'll make Kate sing a song. <laughs> I'll, I'll You're all crying because I'm the one person in this room that can't get you to. We'll bring some, like, weird celebrities totally unaffiliated with the stream on to, like, hawk their wares. Keanu Reeves. I mean. I mean, if we have a million dollars, we might be able to, friend. like, give it all to him yeah. for, like, one hour. So the crosshair, if PC wants to keep a language <laughs> secret, if they don't want to make it clear that they know a language, then yes, that's mm -hmm. totally fine. And in terms of secrets, I will also point out that it is fine for players to keep secrets from each other if they wish, but they're under no obligation to hold secrets from each other, even if their characters are holding secrets from each other. Uh, the only thing that I ask... Of, the, of my players is that if they have a secret that's kind of essential to their backstory or whatever that they tell me <laughs> and the reason why is either because I want to be able to support that secret like if it's oh I have a secret babby uh, sure. then I need to know that that babby exists so that I can create the babby but the other reason why is because secrets can be a difficult and thing to, to navigate if you're not kind of used to it and some secrets I might warn against so like if your secret is like I actually am responsible for killing Fina's family oh like I might be like oh that's making an assumption about Fina's family that she may not that yeah. Kate may not appreciate right so in that case I don't want somebody to be like and this is my big secret reveal and then like they say it and then I'm like no nah, that's not actually <laughs> that, that's not happening. so uh, secrets must be shared with me um, but otherwise, they, they don't have to be shared with players, but they can if they want. I mean, like, look, here's the thing. Sometimes sharing a secret means that everybody gets to enjoy the fact that people don't know the secret. Mm. Yeah, I'm definitely in favor of players know the secret, characters don't. It's just... Because also then it, it kind of helps if everyone's on the same page about revealing that, that secret in a dramatic way, if that's what everyone agrees to. Right. It's harder to do if no one knows what's You can going also on partially reveal a secret. Like, you can be like, yeah, I have a secret. It's about my old job. But you don't necessarily have to tell what that secret is. Everyone's like, if you want. Uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> That's, That's a good hook. Okay. And I will also point out for all of you out there as a minor RPG <laughs> clinic tip if your PC has a secret and the secret is not ever told, you may as well not have had that secret. 
there's a lot of people who are like, yes, I want to have this secret double life. And then they are so good at concealing it that no one ever finds out. And then at the end, they're like, why didn't anyone find out that I was such a badass? And they're like, because no one knew and you, you didn't let them know. Good at it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the exception is Lavinia Varney being secretly a vampire. Well, sure. That was that perfect. Was Kevin Daff, so the good. secret <laughs> is that he learned to fly a ship by basically finding like this, this old pilot who's like, oh, you're, you're a fine... I like the cut of your jib. I like the cut and of your like, kerchief, young man. <laughs> and you're like, well, I, I do have a kerchief. And you can teach me to fly, and I can teach you to fly. Oh, yeah. my goodness. And that's how that went. I, can we okay. get a, a timestamp for Jot again, please? Oh, Thank boy. you very much. Thank you. Come to the clip from Zack Snyder's Watchmen with the flames coming out of the... Thank you, Aragorn. Thank you very much. <laughs> what, <laughs> to Leonard Cohen? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, exactly. Very good. <laughs> Yes, we are keeping track. It's the only way to keep us honest. <laughs> is this our new bingo card? It's just like a f- five by five of Jot. <laughs> Jot <yeah. laughs> and there's a free square in the middle of Jot, of course. Minutes uh, speaking of bingo cards, experience. Ah. You'll be earning 15 experience a game. Whoa. This is based Sorry. on the idea that you have five experience per hour of play. And while I recognize that we don't technically play three hours, we tend to play more like two hours and 40 minutes or two hours, 45 because our recaps are going to be much shorter because they're just going to be like a minute yeah, scroll yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's it. Uh, that's Sing that too well. We're, we're, ro- we're, we're going to round that up. Uh, and your, uh, you may occasionally get experience bonuses, but that would be expected to happen maybe once at the outside two, twice in a season. Okay. Uh, and it may not happen at all. One thing that we are doing away with, though, are... XP rewards for play of the game. Cool. Why? Why? Th- why flash the heart? Is it somebody? We got to follow. Chat? Oh. oh, we got to follow. Mm. Hey, thanks. The Loracle. I, I kind of like that. They Oracle is what I read. But yeah, that makes more sense. Well. Uh, now here's here's the thing. We're not necessarily going to get rid of the idea of there being a play of the game, but. Uh, the idea of rewarding experience for it, as fun as it was initially, uh, the problem is that we I did an examination of the play of the game rewards handed out, and for a long time it was actually very even. And then at one point there was a streak. And streaks are always going to happen, right? Like that's the rule of probability. But it really sucks when the streak happens and it's not you. Uh, and it starts making it start. I can totally understand how it could start feeling really kind of rough, of just like it's been, like if 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 the streak lasts for like six games, that's a month and a half mm. of like, I guess I didn't win play of the game. The Montreal Canadiens have entered the chat. Speaking of streaks, good I'm god. Of them anyway. Oh. Anyway. Uh, uh, John, should oh I, no. Should I mute you or? Oh no, he's just he's just showing his. I understand. So, at this point, instead, at the conclusion of the game, one of the questions that I will be asking you in order for you to earn your experience is, what is something that you appreciated another player did? And the chat is still very welcome to uh, have a play of the game vote, but it will have no mechanical effect. That's good to know, so we can... Not that we... Kevin Dav, if you want to drag the Leafs, uh, I am... 
I am completely okay with this. Yeah. Also, they just drag themselves, let's be fair. So, in fact, what we'll probably do is we're going to ask the chat what they think a play of the game was, but we're not going to have a vote specifically for it. Uh, so players will will say what each other thought. We'll kind of go clockwise one week and counterclockwise the next week sort of thing so that you have a chance to uh, compliment different players. And then the chat can say like what their favorite moments were, but we are not doing a vote, and there will not be a, um, a mechanical benefit for it. It's good to know, John, not that we wouldn't necessarily be on the lookout for like, oh, other PCs did cool stuff, what? You know, but it's good to know that if you're asking the question, we can be like really highlighting it in our minds, and it's cool, yeah, yeah. it's a good idea. Uh, so there will still be questions uh, along the lines of, what did you learn? Thanks, Captain Daff. Yeah, thank you. Good to see you, back. It's good to see you. Uh, so there is a there is a question of, you know, what did you learn? Mm -hmm. And uh, what was something Ooks did that you liked? <laughs> or what's a what's a moment that highlights X's play? Okay. Uh, so those will be the questions that you will be asked. Okay. Uh, answer both those questions and you get 15 shiny XP. You can spend XP because I'm loathe, loathe, loathe. I'm loathe in the, the whole, like, let's track when you bought each thing or uh, spend five minutes justifying why you bought this. You can essentially spend XP at any point um, between sessions. If you are acquiring gear, however, that you actually have to go ahead and do. And the reason why is that if there's something like, oh yeah, I want to get my pistol modified. Well, it's kind of hard if you're mid-combat and you're like, well, suddenly my pistol is like, yeah, exactly. Pass me the duct tape. There is one thing that I do like about Edge of the Empire that I'm going to point out. And by the way, um, real quick, while I will talk about house rules in a second, uh, is that there is no crafting in this. Mechanics is strictly to repair. Uh, and the reason why I like this is because otherwise it is all too tempting to just spend a whole lot of downtime making your own shit all the time. And that's not really what an adventurer in this game is supposed to do, right? So uh, if you want to upgrade your gear, you're gonna have to find somebody else to help you do it. Okay. Makes I guess sense? it's a house rule then, Real Brick Wall. There's no crafting in this game. Yeah, Real Brick Wall. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah. nail on the uh, cray. Yeah, so if you have mechanics, very useful to be able to repair your own shit, but you're not going to be modding your own blasters. You're not going to be uh, uh, modding your own ship. You're not going to be creating, like, oh, the the ref, redshift runner? Uh, runner, yeah. The redshift runner blew up. I guess I'll make my own <laughs> YT-1300. Like, no. There's any schematics? <laughs> you need the redshift well. rider? Yeah, I know that it's in the mechanic side book. I'm deliberately ignoring that. I'm, I'm not... Like redshift. The, dash, sorry. So the thing is, there there are certain things that I can totally understand from a player perspective as like a, a goal, but as an example of what I really liked about somebody who could make things and didn't break the game, you can look at patches uh, from Changeling. Patches was very good at building shit, but she also didn't constantly build shit to improve her party's chances in combat, which is what happens 95% of the time. Sorry, guys. No, no, it's fair. Right. Sorry for all your miracle desks that I didn't build shit to fix. That's all yeah. right. 
I was riding a tank at the time. It seemed pretty I, I was a dragon and an idiot. It's okay. <laughs> I was a dragon and, and an, an idiot. idiot. No, uh, no, we're going to have some of that in this game. That's for sure. Oh, uh, oh my God. So, yeah, it, it's... <laughs> that sounds about right, actually. Yeah, okay, so yes. If, if you buy a mod, yes, you can install it using mechanics. That's fine. If you buy a better hyperdrive for your machine... You can install it in your in your ship right. using mechanics. That's totally fine. That that is sort of counting as repair and maintenance. But it's just you can't build your own hyperdrive. No. You have to buy it. Or if your hyperdrive is busted, you just have to I might be like, you need a part. Mm. And then you have to go and get that part. Like you can totally rip something out of another system and smash it into the hyperdrive to make sure that you can get away. That falls under mechanics. But you can't build a ship out of whole cloth. Ooh, ooh. I have a question, John. I know how you feel yeah. about uh, like monetary and financial resources in games, um, but you also just mentioned, you know, oh, if between sessions you want to buy some gear, dot, 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 yes. dot. Uh, are we going to have sort of um, a flexible system in terms of how we earn credits and can then spend them? or how? You earn credits by completing jobs. Sounds about right. You earn credits by doing work. And I will give you credits for it. So that you do not get like a stipend of credits that you we regularly get. We pay you to drive places. So it is assumed, it is assumed that all the sort of downtime jobs that you potentially take, like downtime smuggling and all that, they pay for maintenance. Maintenance okay. of your stuff, of yourselves, like food, uh, like for like, I have to repair like the dings in my armor, that kind of stuff. Those are just like the normal run of the mill things that you get. Anything that gives you a significant amount of money that will help you upgrade your gear will be part of the game. Cool. And so, therefore, you can track it that way. Now, I admit that I'm kind of on the... Like, I'm not saying that I'm new to this, but in the past, I've been really loath to track resources because I think it's boring as fuck. However, this game's kind of built with that in mind. So we're going to give it a shot. If I fuck it up, let me know. Oracle, thank you. Yeah, John, just don't give us like a hundred thousand. <laughs> I guess what I'm saying. Oh dear, yeah. I should have gone down the survival specialization tree. So I can scat I can forge food for us and oh. build shelter in the desert. Wow. Why are we gonna need that? Are you going she's to bankrupt us? She's assuming Maybe. I'm gonna crash us on like Tatooine or whatever. I mean and then we'll need to It is an assumption. Thanks for the fun. Oh I'm I should put something out, folks. Uh our logo, oh, yes. I mean, our logo should be on the screen right now. Unfortunately, it's not because we, we banged okay. some stuff together. But our, we've got our new logo. Our new emotes are on the way. Like, we've seen them. We, we've <laughs> given our final approval for them. You're they now have to be approved by Twitch. Uh, but we have emotes for everybody. Uh, sub badges and bits badges are on their way. Uh, so, yeah, that, that is something you get to look forward to. These are temporary emotes. They will not remain. So. Yeah, and, and look forward to them. There, that's a yeah, lot of fun. Yeah, our new emotes are so Yeah, fun. I'm really jazzed. We hired a real designer that's like not just me with done a really stuff. high profile work. But I gotta say, Kate, like the stuff that you put together oh, yeah, is like yeah, yeah. fucking bomb. Sorry about the. No. I didn't mean to no, no. imply that I made these. I, I, I mean, it's, it's Eric and, and also, as I understand, Trey Dog, who helped make the the videos. That are oh my god! Yeah. Yes. Uh, and the we just have to we just got to compress those videos. And I know exactly how to do it, but I time is it like this? Yeah, it's actually the computer. It's, he just it's like presses. This. Oh 
Oh my god. John, are you okay? <laughs> what if his brain just exploded right? in that moment? I mean, horrible. I mean, at that. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you'd, you'd be like, well, who's going to GM now? I mean, we'd probably go viral on the internet. We we'd would. have to That's monetize the, the video <laughs> to pay for the funeral expenses. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Look, no matter oh what, Trade Dog Erwin, whoever did it, <laughs> the point is that. Um, this is our stream. Like we've we've got our info boxes, which we're gonna be able to do. Hey, look! If you want to learn about mechanics, there you go. This skill used to make repairs on vehicles, droids, and other items. Hey, we have oh, we have a stream that we are like. This is something that I've been dreaming about for years. You can ask the other players. I have mentioned this. This is what I've been wanting for a long time, and we got some of it with full party with Kate like manually like jamming stuff in, but. <laughs> Now it's like it's automated, it's slick, it's done, um, and it's with help not just from but like a huge donation of Kate's time and effort, but also from Aragorn and Trade Dog. And honestly, even the support that we get from all of you on the Discord on this, it's it's great. Why, why are people going off? Uh -huh. Because Requiem Lost just donated a tier one sub to Captain History. Thanks, Ooh, also, it's a fucking cool name, Captain History. Captain History. Uh, yeah. It's not history. a superpower knowing history, though. It's just like a detriment because no one else does, and so you just see everyone repeating it. Whoa. What did you want, Coke Defenders? You, you shouted, I wanted this as well? Uh, probably info boxes. Probably. Right? I just want to see Stat. Stat dragon. Yeah. It's a stat visualization um, system. So, honestly, uh, we've been learning a lot, we've been pushing hard. Right, like one of the things that we've been trying to do is just make this better. Not because we're like this is our business. It's just because we just want to do some cool shit. Which one of us wants to do the coolest shit? What? Me? Three, really? two, one. So <laughs> 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 now, if this moment happens. This in, is in good. This game, 100%. I would be so happy. But most of us are only going to have one weapon, right? So it's just going to be like you can have a you can have a standoff with just one weapon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just it's a lot more like back and forth. Though. It's I mean, like, it's but like you. What if you also have a knife? That's okay. Oh, a knife. I I knife I just cool. like quietly be like, whoops, Leko, gone. Oh, nice. <laughs> You, like you install like no I just use like they're we're able to control them they're prehensile yeah you can grab just stuff with them I, I'm actually I'm not sure how prehensile they are I know that they like you can control they them are. to a certain extent but I don't like know like they have a whole language of communication with them so language cool. but can you like lift a blaster rifle with them and fire I, I don't probably know if they're like that strong slap it so that it wouldn't shoot someone well, yeah, so you could probably sick. slap something oh, with it. I wouldn't with be able to like carry. I would be able to like triple, quadruple wield with two guns. But now, now I want to see that so bad. <laughs> oh my god! Venus uh, um, here. <laughs> so yeah, it's. But here's the thing, um, so, like oh, we've had suggestions guns. from from chat which have made it into the game either through the story or even through the mechanics or even through the, the whole, like, the stream, the meta of it. Uh, the fact that we have our Discord, the fact that we have, uh, you know, our, our whole community is, is fantastic. So thank you. Yeah, we love you guys. Thank yeah. you. And, and as we always Very say much. on the stream, it's, it's, you know, support from 
y'all's that has made us able to continue. So, Turdog, we, we yeah. kind of do have... Like, this is a green screen behind us. Yeah, and... like, we can... I mean, this is actually what it looks like. <gasps> <in this. gasps> How dare you? The illusion it dropped. The illusion. It's not a trick, Michael. In general... It's an illusion. In general, the green screen is normally just behind me because Kate's normally sitting with the players, but we can't do that right now. <laughs> We're all too smelly. <laughs> Holy Damn shit. See, I was about to like, try to start huffing. I'm like, no, your lungs are connected to your nose. You need to not get particles <laughs> into your lungs. So social distance. Lungs are connected uh, to your we're, nose. We're still maintaining social distancing. Yeah. When when yeah. these two arrive, they've got like, masks on. They're got over two meters away from us. Too. Like, we, we, we do that shit. Well, Trey Dog's mind was just blown, though. Like, shit. <laughs> they Holy did look shit, like not real curtains, curtains, though. I feel like that's got to be an shield. underground band name. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit, not, not real, real curtains. curtains. That's good. I like that. Yeah, that was my idea. As soon as we had to, once we were able to be in the same place again, I was like, I shouldn't be on John's background. Picture of curtain. Slap into OBS. <laughs> Bam. Pure genius. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, yeah, because normally, normally we actually got a table specifically so that we could sit three people uh, all along. And we can't do that. We have lots more space. It might be a while before we're able to do that, so. But I'm looking forward to it. Said day. Holy, my Portishead cover band. Oh, <gasps> low. Nice. There it is. That's, that's what I was looking for. That's what I was looking for. Uh, so, we've, we've got all that kind of covered. Is there anything else that we specifically want to go over before we say that session zero is session hero? <laughs> so exciting, really. Well, that's it. I'm gone. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, Have you tried watching Hercules recently? No. Should I? Because you no, were saying Zero to Hero and that, that's no, I just No, I just love it. Uh, uh, Hercules did not age terribly well. Aww. What? It's like, <laughs> right? I no. thought it was one of the better ones for the aging. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's just right at the end of the era when it's still fine to objectify women yeah, like true. every 10 seconds. Yeah... I just like I literally got to a point where I was like, "This is annoying," and then it was just like, "Nope, that was the last straw." Yeah, I, I was the one who. Yeah, you paused straw. it, but I was like, "Yeah, I'm done too." Jess Files and I watched Bring It On yesterday. Oh boy, I'm sexy. I'm cute. I'm popular to boot. It's also just all of the words. Incredible, by the way. All of the the the. The, the slang, the lingo. The slang, slingo. slurs, all that shit slurs. that was like dropped in the slurs. 90s, early 2000s that everyone just put in movies and then you rewatch them and go, dear God. Hang on, are you telling me Bring It On Did isn't, not. isn't of its time? <laughs> or is of its time, rather? It's just. Uh, Crosshair, you really can totally throw into, into, into chat what movies. you were thinking about. I think that would be a good thing for you to reveal. Oh, please. Uh, <laughs> The, um, yeah. So so throw that in. Uh, I, I, I'm going to point out also that in in the world of Star Wars, thankfully, gender isn't really something that we need to worry about. Sexuality isn't something that we need to worry about. Uh, in that you can choose what you want. I'm not saying like sexuality but isn't exist in Star Wars. Bias. Uh, no, yeah. there. It is very possible that there may be like an individual who might be like, I am not comfortable dealing with Twi'lex. And then like, <laughs> quad wheeled. 
What's happening? <laughs> Are you gonna start wearing like your hair in, in pigtails just to like? I, the thing is, yeah. I cut my hair and then I was like, fuck. I'm a bit out of play in Twilight. I should have had the longer hair so that I could have been like, ugh. So who wants to read that out loud? Liz wants to Liz read, read that out loud. Chat achievements will be achievements tracked by the mods, mostly button-bun. When unlocked, they award score. Score unlocks rewards for the chat, such as written stories, perhaps one-shots, origin stories, what have you. Chat achievements are secret, but they're there, like a bingo card for the chat. No deep details yet, but will be in ep one. Good. Wait. I'd love to know what kind of deep details we're gonna get. Uh, are we still doing bingo cards, by the way? Because bingo cards are potentially a thing that could happen. I love the idea of a bingo card being put together solely based off of what is known of the characters now from this session. So bingo yes. cards are still a thing. Oh boy. If we complete a bingo card, though, here's the thing. I can't give you one XP because in this game, Doesn't everything costs at least five. five, <laughs> yeah. five it's it's marked in five, which is also like, why not just make it all one? Yeah. You know, yeah. But like, I think that it's because Feels people cooler. like to... Yeah. Uh, Oh, so, drink counters exist. So, heavy kill more drink counters. So, drink counters were replaced by bingo cards. Mm -hmm. uh, so, we had drink counters, and then after a while, it became uh, too difficult to either come up with good drink counters, I should say, because they were either too difficult. Mm -hmm. uh, like, it's every single time Scott shifts and then touches his elbow to the table, uh, but only on Tuesdays. Ah, oh, yeah, sure. Or Which it was too sure. obvious, like... Um, so, mm -hmm. yeah, you, you've been gone for a little while, Happy Kimmore, but we're so glad you're here. Uh, so we instead shifted to bingo cards. So here's the thing. On the Discord, there are bingo cards that are posted, which we can't see. Um, I have made it so that the players can't even see the channel where it exists. And I, I mean, because I started the Discord, technically I can see all the channels, but I just never go in there. Mm -hmm. So we don't know what's on the bingo cards. And the bingo cards describe certain activities which may or may not happen. They could describe in-game things, and they can describe out-of-game things. So an in-game thing might be an example of uh, every single time that Rigel says, punch it. That's a good one. And that could cross off a, a thing. Or an out-of-game thing might be uh, <laughs> every time Liz punches Scott. Right. Every yes. time in response to punch it, Liz punches Scott. Every time Rigel says, punch it. Okay. <laughs> Boom. No! Head to, head to console. Uh, <laughs> or Jot. Gwen oh Ross, a while yeah, back, uh, you mentioned that huts are canonically non-binary gender. I did not know that. For some reason, I thought in episode one, question so mark, much. there was like a female hut, but that's super cool to know, so that's really exciting since my character apparently has dealt with them a lot. So thank you for that tidbit. Ash, I love it. Oh, oh. I said download. I will. Oh, Garduda. It's gone forever. Uh, because... They're ganders. <laughs> ganders. Because gender yes. is a spectrum, folks. Yeah, it um, is. It totally is. And you can be non-binary. Yeah, it's actually, it's, it's not even a spectrum. Dress. It's like a hyperplane. <laughs> nice. Uh, although it has been mentioned a few times, I think, as we all know, we're going to have our we're gonna have our characters' pronouns up. Oh, like ours as well, if people feel comfortable with that. We can. Yes. Uh, I don't look because space. it's not as fun if I know what's on there. Right, because then I'll, I'll subconsciously either avoid triggering bingo, or I subconsciously try to trigger your bingo. And it's 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 more fun when we're like, oh, okay, because every once in a while, everyone teases us with like, oh, we've got two close bingos, bingo, and I'm like, yeah. oh. we're like oh, So I will say that if you fill out a bingo card for now, you will gain five experience. Okay. Ooh, fun! All of you. Also, all of you will gain experience for every uh, every session that is played. 
Um, so even if you have to miss a session, you will get the experience for it. So you can just track experience based on, like, look, literally it's going to be the number of episodes that we've had times five, or sorry, times 15, mm -hmm. is the amount of experience you have plus any bingo rewards. That's it. Because mm -hmm. you will never, you will always have the same amount of experience to spend or to amongst us. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, if you can guess, I'll confirm. Uh, that's a, that's, that's, that's a power that's experience, play, folks. Cool. For you. Uh, that's great. That's in, in, in terms of progressions. That's how it goes. I'm really excited. Yeah, me too. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a weird motley crew of people. What's going to happen to us? crazy stuff on the outer rim. But what we're going to do is we're going to find I out. I can't wait to travel with my best friend. Oh, shit. <laughs> So what we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna find that out. We're gonna we're gonna have an episode one. We're gonna go from there and find out. Mm -hmm. Five XP per session is slower than the game's default recommendation, so the bonus XP will not put the players very hard ahead of the curve. So real quick, while I was under the impression that it was an official uh, five XP per hour of play, but uh, I'm also totally okay with if you tell me that that's not necessarily the thing. But yes, the bingo cards will start to. Uh, occasionally get bonuses for that. Yeah, because we were saying 15 per session and then a bingo card would be an extra five. It's an extra five. Yeah. Because yeah. you could potentially unlock a bingo card in one session. Yep. Oh, yeah. Depending. True. I mean, I might start asking Aragorn to change the bingo cards if they become too easy or too hard to fill out, but but I trust that Aragorn knows what she's yeah. doing. Hard to fill out. Uh, actually, no, we have some of the dice. Can we can we show off some of the dice? Burder, burder. Uh, those are the Genesis dice. Burder, the burder, dice? Burder. <laughs> throw, throw them away. <laughs> they're the same dice, but like, let's not confuse they're people because they'll see the Star Wars dice. Do we ruin this? I think we can. I think we can say uh, they'll be able, you'll be able to see the dice rolls <gasps> on the screen for the first time. We have we will not have a dice cam. Uh, instead, you'll be able to see the results of our online rolls, and we will put them on the screen uh, for. Times when the rolls are important, mm -hmm. um, like if it's just a quick roll, I may not swap the to, to show, but we will have dice rolls uh, finally on screen. We have the technology. Assuming that the window decides to actually update because it was working and then now it's not working, so we'll see. Uh, so why don't you sh why don't you here? Let's oh, let's yes. go through the dice quickly and, let's do it. and so uh, show me a green die. So the green die is called an ability die. And this is the stuff that sort of makes up your pool. Throw me a yellow die. So the yellow dice, there's another one on the other side. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so the yellow dice upgrade a green die. So a, uh, a green die and a yellow die form the basis of your positive pool, but then you can also get boost dice. Those are the blue dice. So the blue dice ha are things that I might reward if like you have like a temporary advantage because of some random happenstance or because you have prepared something like you've aimed your weapon or you're helping out another character and they might get a blue die. So those three dice in total form a character's ability to get successes and advantages as well as triumphs, but we'll get into that in a second. Now, when I say that something is difficulty two, that means that they have to add two purple dice, like those. Uh, those dice contain failures and threats. Now, sometimes 
I will upgrade the difficulty, especially if they're encountering an NPC, in which case that die will become a red challenge die. And then if there's anything that's sort of acting against them, similar to a boost die, we have a setback die. All six of these dice are rolled together. Successes cancel out failures. Advantages cancel out threats. So these are different symbols that you'll find on the dice themselves. If there's even one success that remains, um, are you throwing up success? Uh, sorry, I was answering things. I got it. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> if there's even one success that remains after all the dice are rolled, that means the action was successful. More successes means better uh, results in things like combat and the like. Uh, like, for instance, for astrogation, one success means that you'll eventually get there, but multiple successes either means that you found a shorter route, so it'll take less time, or you make the calculations quicker, mm. which could be essential if you're in the middle of combat, oh, yeah. because every round could be another round that you might get vaporized. You can also accumulate either advantage or threat. They cancel each other out, but you will get some at the end of the roll or none. Mm. You can't have both advantage and threat. You can right. only have one or the other. But these either provide a positive or a negative side effect, benefit, complication, or whatever, regardless of whether you succeeded or failed. So while you can get three successes, which means you've succeeded quite well, you can also generate two threat, which means something else happens that is not good. Or you can generate three advantage, which is something that is better. So advantage and threat, players can suggest what they might want to be able to do with that, but often I will just adjudicate that myself. So if you roll three advantage, perhaps Kate might ask, like, okay, does that mean that, like, there's cover that I can duck behind? And I'd be like, sure, like, that's oh, yeah. totally result. Like, that's totally fine. Weapons can have, like, abilities they can activate if you spend enough advantage for that. But then threat are bad things that happen, and I will almost always be the one to adjudicate those. Threats could be like, yep, you totally succeeded in getting the door open, but you triggered an alarm. Or, yes, you've managed to shoot the stormtrooper, but the stormtrooper falls over the gangplank and falls to the, like, core of the Death Star. I don't know why you're on the Death Star. Uh, <laughs> Classic Rigel. Right? And, <laughs> and therefore we you, can't, you, you can no longer get the information that you needed from the stormtrooper. Oh. That sort of thing. Finally, there's triumph and despair. A triumph result on a die, which is only found on the yellow dice. Uh, good point of the plastic. Yeah, right? I'm sorry. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. So triumph on a triumph means that not only do you get a success, but you also get some amazing thing that happens. Think it's like an exceptional, crazy good fortune. So if you roll a triumph, it could mean that you trade it in for like a weapon ability, that's also possible, but you can also use the triumph for something like you shoot the stormtrooper and the stormtrooper manages to stagger back and smashes a control panel, which happened to be the tractor beam control panel, which was holding the ship in place. Hey. There's a, a, a typo in triumph. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, the on-screen one? Yeah. Ah, triumph. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it, despair means that something horrible happens. Maybe your gun breaks, or uh, while you manage, like, and you can get a despair even for a success. So you could successfully shoot the stormtrooper, but as the stormtrooper is dying, the stormtrooper's like, I'm actually your father, and then dies. Ah, and like, oh, I just killed my own dad. No. Right? Like, it. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry? I was oh, thinking not for, Yeah, not for. A, a tender thank. Uh, ooh, the Redshift Runner in the General Discord. You have to decide whether you want that Redshift to be Redshift or Redshift, yeah. but we'll, we'll make General sure that that's clear for everybody. 
And that means if it fucks up, can we call it like, oh, that's red shit right now? Sure, Melba, we can call it the red shit. <laughs> sure. You might want to get that checked out, Rigel. <laughs> what have you been snacking on, Melba? I hate <laughs> if you have red I'm shit, I don't think that's no! standard. No, Scott, no! <laughs> uh, we're taking interviews for people who want to. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, he flashed the green card. Oh, yeah, we're good, we're good. No, no interviews. Why did you say red card? Did I? I, th- I meant to say green if I said red, I'm sorry. I thought no, you, you were thinking card. of red shit. Sure. Yeah, I think. Dennis the Menace. What the? I love the the like. I'm I'm really excited to work with this system Mm -hmm. um, because I think you know while the storyteller system has a lot of variety in terms of how roles can be interpreted and so on, I think it's really cool to have a system that deliberately encourages like, did you do your thing or not? Versus, is something good going to come of this or not? Right? Uh, Because those aren't. Or the, uh, those aren't mutually exclusive, which is great. It's cold outside. There's no kind of atmosphere. All alone, more or less. Let me fly oh, far so away from here. I know. It's, it's gorge. Oh, wow. It's gorge. Sorry, I, it's been a while since I've seen Red Dwarf, but I really uh, love with it. With all the talk about dice, do you want to hit that show dice for 10 seconds, even though it doesn't contain what it'll like because they're in the middle of updates? Damn right, I want to hit that. Yeah. Tap that. Yeah, should I ten seconds? Should I give me some more? And it, of course, it won't. I don't know. I'm so sorry that you just sit next to me for this. F. You might though. Show F chat. Self F. Yeah. So I think that it might just be that we're not connected properly to Updeck. Or this URL isn't working properly. Could you could you try one more time? Okay, yeah, I don't know why that's not working. Okay. Don't mind me. Can you try? I, I specifically oh didn't copy that into my into my phone's uh, stack of buttons. Rip. Maybe that's why it's not working. Uh, Thanks, Maybe. Maybe that's why these aren't working either. Yeah. That's fine. We will we will discover. Yep. Uh, so no, we're not showing you the dice today. Ha 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 ha. Ah, psych! Uh, now. <laughs> Fix later. Hydrate now. Yes, hydrate. Good idea, everyone. Water's good. Don't forget to drink it. Uh, stream is what made me buy a chunker. Well, not ask for a chunker of a water bottle for my birthday, which I got. But like, ugh, this thing is. Oh. 1.2 liters. Yeah, it's. Why does it have the thing on the bottom? Because it, it's. Capacity? It's, it's so that it's not like a. But why does like it come a clang. off? Because then if you, you want to wash it, it or, or remove it, it's just rubber okay. versus oh, aluminum. Cool. I like it. It's a lot of water. Ripka. Ripka. I should have. You know what we should have done though? We should have got this in like green. Oh, so it would disappear. No. <laughs> You've tricked me for the last time, Ripka. Damn you, mm-hmm. Ripka! The orange balls to the walls. What the fuck? Yeah, what the fuck? I don't know. I mean, the crosshair... Another uh, oh. step in Techno's visual styles things, players. What? We don't have Timmy anymore. Right? Sure, yeah. We that, fell down the well. well. And, fucking know. Timmy. That was rough. Mm-hmm. That was so disappointing when Timmy We would like an NPC well. named Ripka, thank you. 
Noted. <laughs> begins to burn the chat in honor of the past. <laughs> no. <laughs> the only way. <laughs> yeah, can there still be a corner in space? Yeah. <laughs> or is it like, go to the black hole? I mean. Crosshair. <laughs> yeah, I guess. There's no um, corners in space, really, right? Yeah. It's infinite in all directions. No. I mean, or is it? Nope. nope. <laughs> okay. Saying, okay, it's Stream no corner, that's orientation. fine. Noise. There's many corners in space. Is the best. Pook, if stream is your... Now I feel uncomfortable saying Pookajutsu because mm. I know that that's not, not what he likes. He likes being called Pook. Pook. You could always call him Matthias. Uh, please slide into my DMs if you want to talk stream tech. Pook. We'll allow the slide into the DMs. Done. Stap. 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 I get that a lot. Kate will remember this. Pookajutsu <laughs> will remember this. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think there's a lot to be excited about. I, like, I know I am. And, and always undertaking new characters and a new adventure is just like, how are we all going to fit together? How are the pieces going to fit together? What are we going to end up doing? What kind of challenges and or opportunities are we going to face? How are they going to speak? What do you mean? How are our characters going to talk? What are they going to say? Oh. Their vocabulary. Gonna be I right. just moved here from Canada, <laughs> and they think I'm a little slow, eh? Oh, boy. I had to speak some serious <laughs> French at 11 a.m. today. Fina, are you okay? And I was very drowsy from that pill. You were. <laughs> that was somehow... I mean, we could talk like the aliens in Galaxy Quest. Whoa! Wait, say that again? I mean, I could talk like the aliens in Galaxy Quest. That was so... Much. You I will destroy. I think that's also the loudest cords. I've ever heard Kate's voice go, too. Like it's because I'm inhaling instead of exhaling. Oh my god! <laughs> that was shocking. <laughs> Holy hell! I, John, Holy when shit. you asked me what I what I liked today, I liked when Kate did that. That's was, what, that was <laughs> insane. All right, I guess let's have Peter talk. Yes. God no! No, no, please don't. You please will don't do this. wreck yourself. Da, 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 da. And you have to chuck. Your you have to chuck yourself before you ruck yourself. What yeah, the fuck? <laughs> Bye. I think I just gave myself the hiccups. Like, I can feel that, like, <laughs> diaphragm tension. Yeah. Uh, oh, we got to put uh, destiny points in the info box. Destiny. Yeah, it's on my list. Thank you. No, thank you. Well, I don't know. I don't have a button for well, it. Well, now we can just look it up in this big-ass book that we have that costs way too much money. It is a gorgeous book, it's though, nice. by the way. It's a really it nice is. book. Uh, I think we need to put on the bingo sheet anytime we mention the cost of the book. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was like exalted, right? Oh, exactly. Like anytime we mention book, the size of the you book. Know, third of a Liz head. <laughs> yeah. We're <laughs> mad, but not really, about the cost of the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, here we go for destiny points. We will, we will, I'm going to read it from, even though I, I know what they do, I'm just going to read it from here because it's useful. So, destiny points. How destiny points are used? So, at the beginning of the game, or of every session, each of you is going to roll uh, a force die. Now, force dice aren't really dice that you're going to be using a whole lot because none of you use the force. But the force die has dark side points and light side points on it. Each face has one or two. So the players will each roll one. And for every dark side point, there will be a dark uh, a dark side Always destiny dark. point added. And for every light side point they roll, there will be a light side destiny point added. And here's how you can use them. When you use them, you can call on destiny to enhance any skill check you're about to attempt. You can spend one destiny point to upgrade your starting dice pool by one step. So that changes an ability die into a proficiency die. You can knock over a water bottle. 
You can also be you can also use it to keep characters out of harm's way, so you can make an opponent's skill check more challenging. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> I would always flip a destiny point to dark. One of my players made a really awful punter so joke. So rude, real brick wall. I love it. Uh, oh my god. That's horrible. Uh, then special abilities or talents. So some talents or some special abilities, you'll have to spend a destiny point. Um, and finally, luck and Deus Ex Machina. So these are things that you can do to either um, to suggest either things that were lucky or to retcon minor things in the game. So you can spend a destiny point to say, oh, wow, it's sure good that we remembered to get those rebreathers the last time we were in port because you landed on a planet without a breathable atmosphere and you want to be able to go outside. So you can spend a destiny point for that. You can also spend a destiny point to be like, man, I really hope that in this, like, in this locker there's a spare stim pack and oh look there is one because he spent a destiny point now i can refuse yeah I would. A, a, a particular request in which case you don't actually spend the point but uh in general if as long as it's something that doesn't disrupt game too much that'll be fine now the other thing though is that every time you spend a light side destiny point it becomes a dark side destiny point that i can use I'm allowed to spend destiny points to make my NPCs have higher roles, to make your PCs have more challenging roles. Uh, but every time I spend a point, it becomes a light side point. So it's kind of a back and forth. That's a really exciting thing that I, I'm, I'm hope, well, I'm hoping. I, you know, each, each group of players and who play Edge of the Empire, like I'm sure there's gonna be a different give and take of destiny points depending on the group but like I'm very excited to start to find that flow of like okay how often can we spend these light side points is John hoarding them slash are we hoarding them not hoarding but you know what I mean it is against it is against the spirit of the game yeah to hoard points yeah. so that the other side doesn't get to use them uh, yeah. but it's still can totally happen that if you if you spend all your light side points that's it. You don't get any until I choose to spend some. Um, so a little hoarding is is to be expected, but like if it, the whole point is that players never ever spend them because they're like, well, I don't want to let the GM do this, then you know. If I've learned one things from one thing from card games that I never learned from video games, yeah. <laughs> it's that if you have a thing, if you have a card, if you never play the card, it's useless. Like you have to use the resources you have. Yeah. Obviously, you want to use them judiciously, but like. I'm just really excited to sort of try that out and no. see kind of how we can use them to greater effect. Hashtag dead cards. Yeah, seriously. Maybe that's a... It's obviously a bit different right now. Uh, yeah. It would be so cool if you had, like, glass beads and a fancy balance scale showing how far it is to either side. So, admittedly, that would be badass a if we balance. have something that goes back and forth. However, uh the software that we're using to track dice rolls also tracks destiny points, so they yep. will be on screen. Please stop you giving Kate ideas. <laughs> but yeah. like that, that does sound so much. pretty baller, right? Yeah, like, right? The balance. The, the balance of when we're, when we're done social distancing, we can do things with physical objects. Until that time, technology. Technology. Am I unmuted? Yes, you oh. are. Have I been unmuted this whole time? Nope. Okay, thank you. You're, You're so welcome. good. You're so fast. Real quick, well, that may actually come up. So it's true. You can't spend a destiny point that the other side is in the middle of spending. So if it's, uh, if you have only dark side points in your destiny pool and I spend one, you can't then be like, okay, well, now the one's going to reverse it. You can't do that. Counterspell. Um, <laughs> the other thing is that the acting party gets to choose to use a, a, 
a light side or dark side point, then the other side gets to choose, and that's it. Mm -hmm. So you uh -huh. can't kind of not spend one, and then as soon as the, your opponent does, you can be like, well, now I'm going to spend one. No, you get, that's your, you Active. get one opportunity to spend a destiny point, and then after that, you you give it up. Active player. And you can only spend one destiny point or a, a turn. Right. So that's also important if you use it, have a talent that needs you to spend a destiny point, you can't also increase your uh, pool. Right. There's only yeah. ever going to be like six at most in the pool, right? So it's not like you will have them to burn all the time anyway. Six? Am I right? Knowing us, we're going to forget we have them too. Oh, guaranteed. Can you pass me the box of dice? Because yes. I think you the dice are identical them? on both sides. Uh, so, no, the whole, the oh, whole oh, box. That makes more sense. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. Thank I you. handled that yeah. one. So as Rubrikwall pointed Don't out, the, the force die has, in. there are more dark side uh, sides, but the same number of points. So it's just crazy. that I, I think that's, that's it's really very cool. cool. Yeah. It means that the dark side is easier, but that the light side has uh, you tap into the light side, it. more it's more uh, worthwhile. Thanks, Melba. <laughs> hey, you're welcome, bud. <laughs> really it? stoked we're on this space <laughs> adventure together. So She's from basically, so Melba Gravlax is Minnesotan. <laughs> Like, I'm not saying she is, I'm not saying she isn't. I, but I like <laughs> how we're already starting to get, like, a little bit of insight into what's going on here with, with Melba Gravlax. <laughs> Melba it's, it's happening. Gravlax. It's all just, just distributed it's all just, differently. Uh, That's interesting. Uh, it's possibly. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I'm just you know, trying a few things out. We'll see. But I'm, like, in that direction so far. Mm -hmm. Especially because I, I know Scott hates it, which makes me... Uh, I just hope that you don't ever die. Because then somebody could turn to the other one and be like, Melba's toast. Oh, no! That's yeah. all the more reason to die. Are you kidding? Oh, well, then there you go. Actually, I would hey, say... Hate to die would like, be an awfully off. big adventure. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, Chase. Uh, jumping in late, my hey. question is, chronologically, when is this taking place? Uh, it is taking place between episode four and episode five. So it's after the Battle of Yavin, after the first Death Star was exploded, courtesy of Luke Skywalker, and before Thanks, the Battle of Hoth. Courtesy of the Empire. Courtesy <laughs> <laughs> yep. I don't know, it's just yeah. tacking on there. Watch this, Scott hates it when I do this. <laughs> I mean, Happy Kilmore, isn't that mostly the reason why anybody tunes into these streams it's anyway? So it's like the basis of LARPs. <laughs> <laughs> Good night. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. Not yet. Yeah. Thoughts, feelings, statistical analyses. Yeah. I kind of like Melba as so this will be good. They character. have the same number of blank spaces, but there's a different distribution of what's on the different dice of like a success fail. Oh, cool. Uh, like, yeah. Really? So they have the same number of like they. Everything has one blank face except for the boost and setback, which have two blank faces. But yeah, there's different distributions. Of things, right. So that's cool. Yeah. The basis of every good relationship is a deep, unabiding love. For, for mocking the other person. Not mockish, but like I mean, annoying. Needling? Okay. Needling. That's a tactic that I learned in theater school. Set carbine for bullets. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody write that down. Oh, you did. Thanks, Crosshair. We'll, we'll write it down on our end. Too. I'm glad everyone's really vibing with the name. Yay. It's 
good. I must admit, I uh, see. Everyone's <laughs> talking about Melba being peachy, but Melba toast, yo. Well, we're talking about peach Melba and Melba toast. It's a Which one did you have one in mind when you chose Melba? Melba toast specifically, and grab black side. I just thought I liked. It. I thought the whole thing flowed very well. It was nice. It sounded Star Warsy while also being kind of stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Tell that to my roll results during practice. <laughs> Real brick wall. Seriously. So <laughs> oh, we, yeah. we, ran, we ran some practice, uh, and we'll probably be running some more, but we ran some practice for roles for combat and spaceship combat. And let's just say for spaceship combat, I fucking vaporized them. If that had been on stream. The ship went full Melba toast. Like, it yeah, was, fully. I rolled like six <laughs> successes, and then I rolled another five yeah, successes. We like, it was what? Like, no, we we stopped before the uh, before the inevitable kaboom. We're like, okay, let's oh, try something yeah. else. Hey, yeah. yeah, it was no good. I mean, Kate and I kept trying to. to oh no, the we were in the pilot, gunner positions, and so we just the type pilot died in one terrible. round. It was when I brought another YT thirteen hundred, and I just had the two of them face off, face to face. Yeah, that was that was bad. It's possible. Maybe she does have some hidden The talents. singing skip tracer. Oh. Ooh, so. If you want me to give you some more directed tips on making a balanced space fight, I can send me some ideas. Uh, I appreciate that. It was literally the dice. Yeah. Like, it was just, I was just like, whoa. And also, I, I totally recognize that a, an average encounter would not be, I'm going to throw a ship, which is ex has exactly the same armament that you do, except a more skilled pilot. Uh, which is what Ouch. I did. Yeah, I know, harsh. <laughs> but fair. Stone cold. Yes, real brick wall. Exactly. Exactly. So I, I was just, because the first fight was easy, and then I wanted to make it hard. I didn't realize that, like, I was also going to roll six successes. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was also, like, we were rolling no successes, no successes. Like, we'd get an advantage, but yeah. Hell, Aragorn. Show I mean, like look, Hamilton is fantastic. At least How Alexa has good taste. No, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the best part is that uh, Alexa isn't name? here. So if so, if we start <laughs> shouting out Rigel. that particular name, then we can also mess with anybody who uses an Amazon. Alexa. Oh no! Why would you do? Okay. I didn't say anything else. Uh, it's true. Groovermensch asks if there's like other you know, influences or inspirations or whatever, and I think maybe that would apply to PC creation, but it might also apply to sort of John's thoughts about uh, the game itself. So I will say that one of the, there's there's a few inspirations that I'm taking for the campaign itself. One of them is quite obviously The Mandalorian, which is uh, a, this is a lukewarm take at best, but The Mandalorian is the best Star Wars that has existed in decades. Is it? I like it. I mean, I agree with it. I just mean it's a hot take. Ooh, I'm, Pooks, I'm Pooks Magoops agrees. Um, <laughs> I just don't like it. It's, I like it. Okay. I, I will also put this. I love the Force. Like, when I played in a Star Wars campaign, um, I played in two uh, in my in my youth. Mm. Um, oh, your youth. My youth. <laughs> and I... And, I got to play a, a, a Force-sensitive person once, and I like I absolutely adored it. I also think that Star Wars is not good when the Force is fucking everywhere. Mm. Um, it's more interesting because, like, if you in the original trilogy, uh, it's it's sort of like little bits. In the first one, it's almost not there at all. Um, that will be never. <laughs> Sorry, real brick wall. Oh boy. 
Robert Qual, you need the Crosshairs friends. Robert Qual, you DVDs. can watch The Mandalorian <laughs> without buying Disney fucking Plus, but you have to do so without buying anything and with risking your. Yes, all I will say is yar. <laughs> no, it's it's yeah. Stars is better when the force is not everywhere. So, I. Uh, so the, that's that's part of why I think The Mandalorian <laughs> is excellent. Part of the other thing that I'm going to point out is that uh, I'm also taking inspiration from the idea that Star Wars is allowed to be a funny place. It is allowed to be a, uh, a place of high action and high uh, daring do. But at the same time, these players uh, have made characters that are not necessarily heroes yet. And maybe they will never be heroes in that sense of the word. So that's that's where I'm coming from. Uh, any other inspirations from any of you? Uh, Star Wars and Firefly have always reminded me a lot oh, yeah. of uh, each other. So, especially with characters like Inara, um, you know, and then and then Kate introduces her character. I'm kind of like, okay, like a very social, political type. Not exactly the same, Inara? but yeah. Where's that from? Firefly. Firefly. Oh, yeah, if you haven't watched. And then she I've watched, the like, a few episodes down. and never cared. Sorry, That's everyone fine. on the internet. It's okay. <laughs> you can like what you like. Well, but Firefly cool. got ruined for a bunch of people when everybody really loved Firefly and yeah. wouldn't shut the fuck up yeah. about That's it. Spaceballs, I said it. Spice You're welcome. Balls. Spice balls. Space balls, the coloring like book. Spice, Spice balls, the flamethrower. The kids love this one. I went from blow to suck. <laughs> uh, went from suck to blow. Bar- Does that make Melba the Jane of the crew? Well, right. spice balls. <laughs> <laughs> the Undertale of Firefly Flames. So yeah, that's, that's the thing. If you love something a lot, Fair. the easiest way to make somebody not love it is to tell them all about it. So. Um, and for me, I, I, I'm really, I'm getting a, I know they're kind of in the same world in a lot of ways, but I'm getting a kind of, I was thinking, wouldn't it be fun to sort of have a character who feels really out of place in like an Indiana Jones adventure and I'm a huge Peter Laurie fan so I was like can we like you know fitting Peter Laurie into an Indiana Jones uh, adventure would feel weird and then so I kind of started going down that path that's my that's my inspiration Pook I have heard I've also heard that I've played it and I think that it is a fine game but not the game for me and I don't have time to play it I just imagine Look, Pook yes. like walking <laughs> down the street <laughs> going hey have you heard of the Final Fantasy I would play it if I didn't have a job I think I'd give it a real shot if I if, if that was the case but at the moment I just don't have the time I'm the same you're like Simon and Wash smushed I'm together Simon if he was playing Ugh. Which character <laughs> is going to be the first to fuck a droid? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even get a chance to point. Hooray! I'm gonna point Sean. I mean, yes, actually, probably. Because he's oh, all the NPCs. Yes. Someone somewhere in the universe is probably <laughs> fucking. Already right, okay. That's very funny, actually. I want to Is that going to be a bingo slot? Probably. Poor Rigel. Uh, thanks. Crosshair for I'm reminding sorry. me about sex pee. Should I tell uh, everyone what you the specific Fisto request you made? Is back. Me? No. What, okay. Baby. What, well, no, no. What request did I make? <laughs> you were like, please don't start me. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Right? On the, on, we were driving like a couple of days ago, 
And, you know, Liz was like, oh yeah, fuck a droid. And it came up in conversation between the two of us. And I was like, can you please not tell the chat that? So at least like, they don't get that impression before we start playing. But they, the, the, the impression oh, wow. started. It's I didn't even hear that. I was... No, well, I know. That's why it's amazing. Yeah. No, but like, I just mean that, that like... It wasn't a droid. Happening. It was your ship. Oh, it's true. That's true. It wasn't a droid. It was. It was. Was a Rigel Rigel had a droid. Bingo was its name. Oh, bingo! It's like it was a deep love that he feels for his ship. Quick! It needs to be repaired. Interface with the ship. Interface with the ship. Rigel, get in there. I want to know what love is. You'd kiss an IG unit? I mean, they're pretty cool. Droid can be named Be the Bingo. last thing you ever Mando, do. Yes, <laughs> seriously. Yeah. Careful. Want but don't worry, it's not going to happen. Uh, I should be wearing the guyliner for that. Yeah. I want to feel what love I is. Okay, so now that, you've said, now that you've promised that on stream, I'm going to do everything in my power to push it as far as possible. Hey, you do whatever you want, buddy. You have my full support. And I will not mock you for what you choose to do with your life. Thanks, Bilba. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. I okay. mean, the problem is that if you have hey, sex you with your are. ship, the other two people are also inside. That's right. You Make wait. an eye contact no, 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 with you every step of the way. You're guarding the ship for a quick getaway. Yeah. Yeah. You, 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 you guys handle the the talking and the shooting. I'll just, I'll just, I'll just wait here. <laughs> God. It gives a real different meaning when you yell "punch it," though. Jesus. Uh, Taking evasive action. I don't. The ship can be the river from Exalted. Your wedding song was "I Want to Know Love." Is nice. Wait, show punch it. Hold on a uh, minute. It's does it? Does it? Yeah, or punch it. Does it try does it? that? Or did I not put... I don't think... I, I didn't finish the whole list. The I didn't get to the end of vehicles. There yeah. were too many. And I didn't Kate, think we were going to be... <laughs> wow, Kate, you really didn't do enough. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. I have zero vehicles. This is... Uh, I was being... But punch it is an action that you can take with a vehicle that does a thing. You go to your thing. maximum speed. You have the cheat sheet yeah, for vehicles. Yeah, well, I, I do. But you go to your maximum speed. And one day we'll speed. animate it so there's just the little ship and it goes... <laughs> just like flies across. <laughs> oh, wait. Never mind. Shit, sorry. Wait, what? <laughs> never mind. Oh, done. Nothing? Done? Oh, God. Oh, God damn it. We were driving. Yeah. Stop saying things. We were driving at one point. We were listening to a podcast that was detailing how they did the like did the sound effects for the various Star Wars and stuff. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, I've heard I've heard really cool things about that. Actually, I was watching some or listening to some BTS content from the original trilogy as well. It's just really cool to think of what you're able to accomplish with some technology, but needing to sort of like go further, which is like what we do here on RPG Clinic. We have some technology and we take it further. You might even say we reach. Oh, punch it. No. Oh, up and yep. up. Okay. No, 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 no. Reach. I like reach. reach. Re I like reach. reach. Well, are you excited? Yeah. Yes. Are you excited? Ooh. Are you excited? John? Oh. John? John? John. Oh, oh uh, Kung Fu Fenner is, is wanting to know if there are influences for Fina. Uh, there definitely were when I started Inspector character Gadget. creation <laughs> like two months ago did I write them down? No 
I I will have a, a mo- an obligation and <laughs> inspiration next week. I was inspired by the deadline. (laughs) (laughs) How many times have I been? (laughs) I definitely had some. I just haven't like written them down. So there were also like I feel like with patches, I was like a few sessions in when I started to be like, oh, this correlates to that, and then I pulled it in. Mm. So I feel Mm. like it takes a bit of playing a character for me to really find the pieces to put them together. Boosh. Yeah, for sure. Boosh. The mighty boosh. So what can you look forward to? You can look forward to some Star Wars adventuring next week. You can look forward to emotes if you're a sub. Uh, oh. There are many subs mm-hmm. now at this point, which is great. Um, and if you're a dom, then try being a switch once in your life and be a sub. Huntings! Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Just uh, use safe words. And yes. Yeah, green card, yeah. green card. Yeah, green card, good. Use safety tools if you're a dom. Uh, so yeah, the emotes are coming in. Uh, that's really exciting. We'll be able to play this. I should say that, am I excited? Yeah. Am I nervous? Yes. Sure. This is outside of my comfort zone. Um, I have not run this setting before, uh, and I have not run this system a whole lot. So will it work out? I only have to struggle through 20 to 30 episodes uh, be great. before I quit. No. Oh. Um, this one's not being renewed. <laughs> so we have uh, so we have that to, to look forward to is to see whether I fuck up. But um, otherwise, we might have some things happening during the week. Uh, coming up first on Tuesday evening at 6 p.m. Eastern over on twitch.tv slash Boss. That's me. Um, that, that's me. But, but, but that's me. I was, uh, I've learned recently of a, of a game called Night Trap that I am. Oh my God. Oh, so excited to try it. You a, haven't played Night Trap? Never. No. I'd never even heard of it until I watched it. Until, we watched, until we watched well. High Score. Well. Yeah. No, no, uh, I know. Great series, by the way. So. High Score. Mm-hmm. Um, I Fun guess it'll thing. be a striker. I don't know. I'm not sure. It's going to be an FMV <laughs> massacre. It's going to be horrible. Uh, I actually think so it should be Dr. Surgeon. That, oh, oh, oh. I don't think it's against... I don't think it's bad enough to be against Twitch's TOS. Night Trap? Uh, there's a list we can check, but I don't yeah, know. Oh, I should do double check. check. Like, I, I don't think it's that bad. I don't think it's... Sure, it's like been released on a Nintendo console. It should That's be fine. Yeah, but uh, still double check. check. That's right. There is no account. Drew Crew on Wednesday because we are visiting a kitten. Uh, it has been rescheduled to Saturday. So uh, 3 p.m. on Saturday is going to be Drew Crew. Yeah, ah. I'll, I'll probably steal on uh, on that because I failed to steal stream on Saturday because I was attending a wedding usually? that was continually four? late. Is Drew Crew usually at 4? Yeah, it's usually 4. But we are seeing Kitten at 4.30, so that does not work. Perfect. Unless you no, would like live stream of sure. Kitten visit. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, why are you asking? <laughs> Hi, can I hop on your Wi-Fi? Thank you so much. I was visiting I'll some give family. give you my phone. Just tether off of it. I was visiting some family yesterday. Uh, Ripica, oh my God, it was anyway. Clinic would be on Thursday. Uh, someone's going to take it. Yep. It'll be me if it isn't somebody else. Are you ready to I Ripica Clinic? I might do one on the check since you've seen basically everything I've done. Oh. <gasps> How to do a stream tech. If you feel up to an it, RPG clinic. Really cool. boop, 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 boop. And knowing Kate setting up a stream about how to set up the tech of Hang a stream. On. Now I'm confused. <laughs> oh my cool. god. 
Because you're going to set up like, space. like monitor capture. I know, and, but like, all like that, that would be two monitors crammed into one window with like, nah, just not enough space. No. But yes, let's talk to stream tech. very exciting. How to stream on RPG. Brought to you in part by RPG Clinic and <laughs> viewers like you. <gasps> oh, thanks. And thanks, sub gifters like Mukajutsu. Was that, was that the gift? Uh, the, no, the sound effect is different. Um, it's not that. No. Oh, it's so cute. Oh, it's gone. Oh. Sorry, you missed it. Yeah, uh, okay, so that's Thursday, <laughs> Friday. We have punches. Oh, we're actually going to finish the main quest. Well, we keep saying that. I we're going to try to finish no, the main like quest. We're right there. we got to be right there. Oh, no. And then are you doing the DLC after that? Oh, yes. That's the whole reason played. why we started this. Because we've never played Six the DLC. Six months later, we're like, oh, we're almost at the DLC. Hooray! Falling towards the finish line. Yeah, like, I was like, oh, I should tune in. Then it was like, and now we have to go beat the boss. I was like, nope. nope. <laughs> That's right. Spoilers. Like, There's a boss? <laughs> I mean, yes, mm. I assume. Or no, you're like, we're going back into town. I'm like, I don't know what town this is. No, I don't no. want to know what town this yeah, exactly. is. <laughs> oh, no. What I love is that by the time you're finished, the PS5 will come out. And the new game will be out too, right? Well, no, the new not, game is going to come out like a year later. After that, eh? Yeah, still. No. Our PS4 is still running great. Yeah. Uh, Saturday is the Drew Crew. Mm -hmm. That's right. Mm -hmm. That is being moved from Wednesday. You already said 3 that. 3 p.m. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then Sunday. Mystery of the Velvet Mask or whatever. I'm sorry. Sunday's I'm here. Either. Sunday's here. It'll be Star Wars. Ep uh, it won't be Star Wars Episode 1. It'll be Star Wars Reach Episode uh. 1. Uh, folks, I'd really recommend uh, trying it out. See if you can get other people to tune in. You know, it's a new campaign. This is this is the the session zero, which is great. But if you really want to get in on the ground floor, be there next week. That's the cool moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, it's true. We've seen we I, I see some of those new faces out there in chat. It's really cool. And if you have people who you think would, you know, enjoy or maybe enjoy checking out a stream, this yeah, this is the right time. As as John was saying, mm -hmm. not episode 120 of. Anyway, that, that's a whole <laughs> We're doing that fish, again. Yeah. <laughs> so, special thanks, obviously, go to She Who Knows 10,000 Things and Entropy's Disciple. That's the crosshair in Aragorn, reverse. Uh, and uh, one more round of applause. Uh, once our tech is up and running, we're going to be super happy with the uh, graphics that we've received from our graphic designer um, uh, for our avatar and our logo and our emotes for Aragorn and Traydog for the uh, overlay graphics that we've got, for Kate for the programming of our new stream beep boops, and we'll make sure that we can get that uh, uh, tested. Yeah. Now that we also know how we can potentially test, uh, it, it's going to be great. Yes, it will. Chase, uh, check out the reruns uh, link there on the YouTube channel. Little here. blooper in the uh, YouTube channel command. If you could just make a note of that. Ooh, honor, honor just needs a honor. space. Yeah. Honor. Honor. honor! My yeah. honor! <laughs> yes, so if you missed it, yeah, please check out the YouTube channel. Don't forget, Kate's a stage manager, so she's actually writing all this shit down. Je prends les notes. So this campaign... Apparently this campaign will go, I don't forget where I'm from, I just know where I'm headed. Nice. Mm. That's Crest Exultant, yeah. And he's a captain. Yes. Right? <laughs> or, like we have a ship. I embezzled four million dollars. <laughs> 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 
What? Decompose? God what? damn. Totally not at all out of context. That's great. Your game is correct. And just because someone does something differently doesn't mean that they are not correct. Mm. Mm. I don't know who gave me the title of the wise, but they were. Flick the crystals. Gross. Dear God. That was while I was playing League three years ago. We've had a lot of fun on this channel. And we're going to have more. Well, we've had some fun on this channel. This channel's kind of only been around for like a month. Right, of course. Well, we've had a lot of fun so far. Yeah. There'll be more. <laughs> we have 120 followers on this channel. Hey. Did we ever do a 100 followers dance? No, but <gasps> I just want to shout out that people should follow our YouTube so that we can have a proper URL. Please and thank you. Thank you. Yeah, if you haven't already, please do that. Thank you. 100 followers <laughs> dance. 100 followers dance. 100 followers dance. 100 followers dance. Thank you so much. That's our improvised 100 followers dance. You're welcome. Clearly Thanks, Foul Monkey, for, for punctuating that followers dance. Hey! Foul Monkey. I was dancing in my heart. It's good, John. <gasps> it's like screaming in your heart on a roller coaster <laughs> in Japan. Yep. Sure is. Uh, <laughs> I'm screaming in my heart right now. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I look forward to seeing what's going to happen with the Redshift Runner. And yeah. And those who inhabit it. <laughs> uh, those who are necessarily. But we'll look forward to that. In the meantime, uh, you know, we can go up and we can also go to the right. All those things. Uh, that way. Yeah. We'll see you next time. <gasps> Yay! Bye! Now, is this going to work? No. Ah! See you next time.